When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio. The man, the Mitch, the legend. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. I'm Dusha. I'm Jamal. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sean. Joel. Sean. Joel. Just ask it, Sean. I need to hear it. How good September. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Foreign territory nervous. for you, mate. Well, I'm still nervous. It's not a complete lock yet. It's mathematically possible to miss the finals. Are you fucking kidding me? You're second and you're flying. Yeah, it's mathematically possible, Tom. And you're not going to you're not going to fly to the end. Finish first. <laughs> Gemma. <laughs> you know that, right? Down, you know please. you could finish Geelong's first. No, uh, well, I did tweet the Geelong Cats uh, Twitter and say that we're coming for them. So <laughs> <laughs> it's from, all happening from the Howards Footy account with a lion photoshopped over the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Bit of just full Simba action over well, here. So, uh, uh, Sean, you made that post on uh, our Hagen's Footy Twitter. So yeah. this weekend, our personal social media is also firing because I decided to Instagram message Mitch Brown directly <laughs> uh, with a photo of myself kissing his badge and the message: "Thanks for four of the very best last night, Mitch." <laughs> He's yet to reply, but I hold out hope. Uh, look, hey, has look, he seen uh, it? No, not yet. Which makes I've it, seen the photo, yeah. Which makes me think he doesn't go on his Instagram or, or that, that much. you're a big creep. Or he nah. gets so many that he just doesn't open them. <laughs> what? No, because I You're not got- his target demographic, dude. You should have changed your picture to a, a, a woman in her 40s, maybe with a kid. <laughs> you know, you worry, though, dude. She's like, if someone calls me, if I don't have their number, I just don't answer it. Well, see, I he, I might have got. Mitch has my number. Um, <laughs> he knows. <laughs> Head of the fan club. We'll get to that in a second because I got some great Mitch Brown related stories involving <laughs> me, the Mitch Brown badge, Essendon supporters. So this seems like a great time to mention. Yeah. Friday night's game. Yeah. Adelaide Oval. Sure. This weekend, I went. We've been to one. Oh, no, I didn't go to one this year. I went to one last year. I've been to one. Jim you, has you've been, been to, to one, one this last year. Week, yeah. yeah. Does the one I went to last year still count? Because it's no. within the last 12 months. It's no. not. No, ah, it's this season or nothing, mate. Fucking hell. I've yeah. got, I got, I got two chances. I'm either going to Sydney this week or I'm going to Perth next week. Now, nah, fuck it. I'm going to the Gabba <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 
week one of the finals. Well, I went to China in the hope that they were playing a game there, but there wasn't anything on. <laughs> no so, one knew what footy was. I tried. <laughs> Gave it a red hot go. So before we even get to the game, first reports, Adelaide Oval, good. The vibe there is great. Uh, I'm a big, big fan of standing on the hill. Uh, one thing that we noticed the next day is all of our legs were pretty sore because you're on it. You're standing on a hill. Yeah, yeah. So like stretching a couple of muscles that aren't stretched that much, and you have to celebrate goals differently because you can't <laughs> like ride a goal through as you slowly stand because you're already standing. So I realized that it's like a double fist up. <laughs> it was very, very. Did good. you do these ones? Like the you know when someone kicks a goal and they're not sure if it's going in and they do like the lean to the side as they follow it through. Oh yeah, except it was leaning forward because so, to get closer to the oh, ground. Like, or, no, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like leaning forward and because we we were, so yeah we were directly behind one set of the goals, uh, which is where the Essendon cheer squad was. Good stadium. Tell you what else was good though, the win, the game, <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> Jesus, uh, thirty points down. Uh, late in the second quarter, somehow Essendon came back to win by 21 points. No Ratio, no Hurley, no Ruckman, no Smith. Who else am I missing? No somebody else. I, I feel like there's a lot of people missing. Yeah, we and had I'm a- not. A covering across them all. No, Danaher, like he's gone for the year, but like, yeah, you know, so Smith. He's um, still. Danaher hasn't existed for a long time. Well, Smith ends a big one. Yeah. Um, and. The no Ruckman is fucking the cooked part. Isn't it better without Zach Clark? I thought it was kind of weird that we rested him this week because he had a pretty good game. He was game. sick. He was in hospital. Gee, uh, actually, that's right. I remember saying, I was like, that's weird we're resting him. And then my friend was like, he's sick. And I was like, oh, fuck. Dusha, that explains a lot. Did you cook him dinner on a Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure he wasn't up for Friday? Did you? <laughs> Could the Bombers get on the phone to Lewenberger? Because technically, <laughs> wouldn't he still be on the list? Yeah, just like the whole Kurt Tippett thing. Yeah, I is think he, he is he really still, still on their list? I think he would be. Yeah, because he retired are. after the well, cutoff. How many? You only took the one. Pick yeah, there's still the there's still there's still yeah, two yeah, spots. Yeah, 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 yep. Maybe get him on the phone. Speaking of, uh, no, keep McKernan there. He was great. Yeah, I pff, rock was not an issue. Uh, what was an issue was for the first half. I mean, Riley O'Brien did dominate, but he McKernan was, was like great. statistically, Riley O'Brien was the best player on the ground. I but think. he's also been that. For Adelaide for the past two months. Josh Cook is a he's like a what second and third year is like he's played like eleven games. I'm just pulling numbers out. Um well, all season, so what? Seventeen? But not not since like round what? When did Jacobs go down? Like round two. Okay. Uh so he's played sixteen games. Majority Jacobs, of the season. And and but Jacobs is available. Yeah, and he's and they're not picked. picking him. Good. Like it. And he's re signed. Jacobs has. No, no, no. Riley O'Brien. Oh, I was going to say, boy, oh, I think <laughs> Jacobs is out the door. I think so too. We unless got unless they right. want insurance. Well, they've probably got insurance in like that other gangly fella. Hey, uh, I've got a, a left field idea for the ruck for the Bombers. Yep. Just shark them. Just shark the taps. <laughs> put like Tipper. Melbourne were doing? Yeah. Put Tipper in the ruck. Well, I think Stringer was in the ruck for a little bit, wasn't he? Yeah. Love that oh, too. He can get injured, do that. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what else he can do, Gemma? Kick fucked goals. You know who's good at kicking fucked goals, though? Tipper? Yes. I was going to say Christensen, but... Yes, but we'll oh, get to that later. I was going to say someone from Sydney. <laughs> Adelaide came out and gave us, gave us a big old scare. They kicked one goal four, I think, before Essendon scored. Yep. Tipper just kicked us a ni- just a nice, nice, easy goal, just straight to where we were standing. We are like, yes, this is good. Um, Did you lock eyes with him? No, it was a little bit too far away for that because there's... Uh, Did they play the song after he kicked the goal? No, but there was people with signs that had the song on it, like oh, Anthony McDonald from Woody playing footy. It's the best. Thank you again to Pick a Pal. Absolutely. Thank you. I just messaged them on Facebook. I was like, hey, question, any chance that we can use this song? And they were like, 
yeah, of course. I like that he was like, I like that you asked, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, if it makes you feel any better, I think I played it so much on the weekend that you guys are probably rich from royalties anyway. <laughs> and that really cemented the fact that we could use this song. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was a pretty Adelaide-heavy affair. Yep. Uh, but they couldn't put us away. A lot of behinds, a lot of missed opportunities that at that point in time didn't seem to worry them too much. No, because it's first Yep. It's plenty of text logs as he's watching. He's going, I've got three quarters to sink these fuckers. Tex almost snapped his entire arm off, but then was back on the ground and was fine. And kicked a clutch goal in the second. Early, early in the second. And which- has been told that his spot in the team is on the line. Whoa, by Don Pike? Yep. Whoa, that's huge. That is huge. I didn't know this. When yeah, was this? Today. Like, well, Don Pike. performance hasn't been good. No, it's been awful. He was the lowest ranked player on the ground on Friday night. He usually is. Him, it, put him <laughs> and Josh Jenkins in the same team. One of them's going to be shit. It's usually Josh Jenkins. And, but- and, and the thing that sucks is that like Josh Jenkins isn't that great. So if he's playing well. They both play exactly the same role. They both try to get the cheap ones over the back. At least Walker can kick him from 60. Yeah, Jenkins kicked four though. Yeah, no, yeah. Where he, were they from? But they were all e- they, that happens all the time. Half of them are easy ones that actually. Yeah, two. Yeah, two were at the two back. Two were like no, the I one where so. Hurley cooked it. There Hurley was, didn't no, play. No, no, no. Hooker uh, cooked Hooker, it. Yeah, Hooker went to. Yeah, Hurley really cooked it by not playing. <laughs> he wasn't there. Hooker went to take a mark. It bounced out of one hand and bounced straight into Jenkins's chest, who then just kicked a goal. I think there was like a relatively soft free kick that also resulted in Jenkins' goal. Do you want a fun fact about Josh Jenkins? Bad at football. That <laughs> and he doesn't like women. Wow, I didn't know that. Did not know that. He thinks the conference system in the AFLW is good because it works for American sports where there's 32 teams, <laughs> and that his daughter, who is a few months old, wouldn't think that something was offensive. Fair she's, enough. How old is she? Sorry, a few months old. Yeah, uh, she fair wouldn't enough. take. She wouldn't. No, she's misogynistic. She's, she's four months. Good work, Jenkins. Brisbane jo- nearly got him. Fun fact about Josh Jenkins, though. Terence Reed's least favorite player in the AFL. I can be friends with your dad. <laughs> What's his reason outside of ones we've heard? I, I actually don't like. I asked him we're at the Adelaide game and Jenkins was playing, and he did something. And Dad's like, "Oh, hey, Jenkins." I reckon it's because he's cheap. Well, I think I said, "Oh, what is it?" Dad's like, "Oh, he just gets he gets shit kicks. That's he's it. He's a wanker. I just don't like him." And I'm like, "You know what? Harry Terence should give him more ham." Terence respects a player who earns their goals. But even if you're going to do a super cheap, then like know that that's your role. You know, like dad's okay with the super cheap. <laughs> Rest in peace, Josh Green. Mm. <laughs> At least he had a good time. Got around the boys. Yeah, he, he did. He um, sent a tweet from Football Heaven being like, how good to Brisbane look? <laughs> good Something on like him. That. Yep. Good on you, Joshy. Just enjoying his time. Anyway. In heaven. Adelaide just over possessed the ball, I think. They got a lot of uncontested ball and then just made a mess of it. Can I ask another question about the environment? Yes. Since you were there, our field reporter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Was there a man on the ground? Was was the air thick with arrogance? I tell you what, Adelaide were very keen. They were like very confident they were going to win. But there was a lot of Essendon supporters there. Mm. Like the area I was in was probably majority Essendon. Not an overwhelming majority, um, but enough that there wasn't a lot of... Uh... Were they nice to you, the Adelaide supporters, or they were big dicks? It was kind of fine. I saw two Adelaide... Supporters get evicted. I mean, that's. Do you know there's a stat where it's like, I think 
on average, two or three people are evicted from every AFL game. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, you Usually Hawthorne supporters. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, like, it's for things like they're just too drunk and they're trying to buy more beer and they get kicked out. Like, it's not even like they've started a fight necessarily. No, this guy, the one of the ones was being dragged away by police and was yelling. Uh, Excellent. <laughs> and the other guy just got evicted. I don't know. Like, he, police were walking him out, but he wasn't putting up a fight. Yeah. Um, You'd probably just been like, Josh Jenkins is a good player. No, nah, none of that, mate. You're coming with, <laughs> yeah, all right, I guess so. Tom Pike's a good coach. Get out. <laughs> Tex Walker's the best captain in the air. Oh, no, nah, you're right. Even that sounds a bit ridiculous. Uh, with Tex, just back to that, a scary moment that I had in the second quarter, which was just before like the kind of the Adelaide blowout where I was like, ooh, getting a bit nervous. Tex kicks a fucked goal. Um, it S- saluted the crowd. It gave the crowd like a point. Kind of near where I was. Lucky it wasn't at me because I would have been the third person evicted. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you pointing at? Me? I'll kill you, Tess. And the, the security <laughs> go to stop you and they're like, no, 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 no. See what happens. Let him go. Let's see how this plays out. Joel Dusha evicted for shitting himself. <laughs> <laughs> now that, that I'm on the ground and I'm standing next to you, Tess, this seems like it was a terrible idea. Just a hand on your shoulder and it's, okay, look, it's like, I got it. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> Drops it. Um, Tex get that goal. Adelaide Oval ignited. Mm. The Adelaide Crows very much lifted. Mm. Things were a bit shaky. Uh, Adelaide then kicked a couple more goals and they were 30 points up. Well, Tex, I think, can lift the team. But he often doesn't. <laughs> like he, How often do you see Tex have no, that no. moment where he has the shot? And he, can I say, though, I think a couple of years ago, Tex was a team lifter. Yeah. I think a few years ago he was, and then he became a big dickhead. Got rid of the mullet. Got rid of the mullet. It's been all downhill since He then. needs to – I'm convinced Got into it's fights with Nick Kyrgios on Twitter. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> picking a fight with Nick Kyrgios is like running into a brick wall. You're not going to win that. The man just likes fights. <laughs> the man's like – People don't conduct themselves in that way if they don't love fights. No, he's Kyr- more passionate about fights than he's about tennis. <laughs> Can I just say, just while we're on Nick Kyrgios, he cops a lot of flack. Rightly so. I, I like, like him. I like him. I'm a big Kyrgios fan. I read an article that I'm going to send to you. He where has someone... the vibes of a man who hates his job but can't quit. Well, no, this is it. Here's my thing about this. This is not related to sex at all, but I just want to he's say He's the this. common man. He's, he's, the, he's, he's you and me. Nick Kyrgios is a guy who is exceptionally good at tennis. It's all he's ever done. He hates tennis. He has nothing else in his skill set that he's good at except tennis and arguing with people, and people ask him dumb questions all the time. But, tennis but, is so but, boring but, otherwise. I like him, but you just described Ash Barty, who went and played cricket for a bit and then came back, loved it again. Maybe he needs to play cricket. Well, he likes Barty, <laughs> but I also think he's also too lazy to do something yeah, else. Yeah, that's totally true. Gold Coast should recruit him. Oh, my fucking... Play footy for a season. Entertainment business. Make them relevant again. He's really again. tall. I've walked past he's six, his airport like six once. Four. He's, he was very surprisingly that's, tall. Yeah, on TV, you would look at him and think he's, he's short. Yeah. He stands... You know, like you, But you look at tennis players. Like A lot of those guys are like six foot minimum. Yeah, because yeah. of the you need to be kind of tall yeah. to be... A, like Djokovic is like 6'5". Like he's enormous. How tall is Nishikori? He's probably... There's a, like Nadal and Nishikori are shorter. Mm. But they're power players. Anyway, this is tennis. Um, but Nick Kyrgios, fuck, get him on an AFL list. Mm. Oh, Maybe, I would I would pay so much money. He'd to- be more of a draw card than any of those rugby players were. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you reckon – who does he back for? Does he follow footy? Kyrgios is from the ACT. Yeah, he's from Canberra. GWS probably. He'd fit in really well there. <laughs> With Jeremy Cameron. Toby Seriously, Green. could you imagine? Oh, what a team. They'd be the bad. They'd be Toby the heels Green, of the AFL. Green and Kyrgios. Green, Kyrgios, Cameron. Oh, do it. 
The heel of the AFL is the Giants. Heath Shaw. I'm liking this idea the more I'm talking about it. Fuck the, this game. We're, do, we're doing this now. I'm going to send him a tweet. Definitely tweet at <laughs> Nick, take some time off from tennis, play for GWS. I think he'd be fucking great. And I'm not being a dick. I'm I'm legit. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to fight, though, I'm happy to fight. Yeah, I'm also, if you want to argue about it, like, I'm happy to do that too. I know that you just need to let off some steam. I'm fine with that. <laughs> that interview where after the game that he lost, they're like, do you think it was because you're out to the pub? Like, and he looked at the journalist and was like, this is a bit awkward. You were there too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, back to uh, thir- three minutes to go in the in the. Oh, we still on this game, <laughs> Gem. We haven't even got to the good bits yet. Oh. You know what? We can skip over the later games in the round that don't mean anything. So, like Sydney versus Freo. Yeah, both teams are relevant to the Melbourne versus race. Hawthorne, Melbourne versus West Coast. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. I forgot that game happened until I saw the scores today. <laughs> so glad I came. <laughs> yeah, what happened next? Jake Stringer kicks a, a magic goal. Uh, from the boundary. Oh, kind Too of. Too bad he's trash. He got voted best on. That was bullshit. Yeah, that's Let's, bullshit. We'll, we'll get to that in a sec. Trash and treasure. What did he do? Mitch Brown <laughs> is best on. Treasure. Cal yeah, Walker. I agree. Mitch yeah. Brown. Nah, um, Merritt. Nah, Browning. Brown changes the face of the SNM forward line. Forward, forwards win the so game. so much better with him in that forward line. Do you know who, who else they functioned a lot better with in the forward line? The person who kicked the next goal just before halftime. Let me guess, Kale Hooker. Yes. <laughs> which is, can I just say, swinging him forward is a huge gamble by Wusher to go, I'm going to swing Kale forward, which means he's not playing on Tex or Jenkins. So yeah. he's backing in. With no in, Hurley there as With well. no Hurley. He's yeah. backing Amber. Well, he actually he swapped Hartley and Hooker. Hartley started in the forward line, wasn't getting anywhere near yeah. it. Swapped them over. Changed the fucking course of history. Yeah, they'll you know, talk about this when you win the grand final, mate. See, the thing with swinging hooker forward is like he's still looking a little bit stiff. <laughs> I'll let you enjoy that moment for a bit, Sean. Uh, <laughs> sure, let's it. go. It's just a really quiet <laughs> fist pump. Yeah, got to savor these moments. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think anyone heard it. Then I saw that. I was like, okay, good. I heard it in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Sean didn't hear it. He felt it. <laughs> Every time someone says Brisbane for the flag. Oh, what what world the- am I living in? <laughs> so, yeah, swinging hooker forward is a huge move. I mean, our de- defense at the moment was like looking a bit shaky, but it turns out that putting all of our fit players down the back helped and having Kale Hooker, who is struggling with back spasms and stuff like that, who's looking... Pretty stiff. How did he play? I don't. I honestly was. I think Hooker will be a late withdrawal. I think like when they announced like the final like late changes, he'd be out. But no, still in the team. Swinging him forward meant that you have to put a good defender on him because he takes really strong marks, which then freed up Mitch Brown and like well, because it meant it meant that Talia had to then play on Hooker, which meant that Keith had to stay on Stringer, which meant that Mitch Brown could do whatever the fuck he wanted. Yes. Which and he did kick four goals in a half. He did. He did. The, he did the reverse Jenkins when it mattered. Oh, one thing that I missed, Jenkins didn't. One thing that I Thank missed. Thank you for clarifying. One thing that I missed mentioning is Snelling kicked yes. a goal. Yeah, and it was a good goal too. And everyone got around him, and it was nice. It was good because didn't he play for Port? Yep. Do you know why he won the game, Dusha? Yeah, what? like lottery, like Mitch Brown for one yeah, yep. kicking four. But in that second half. You went in at halftime and Wusher went, guys, it's real slippery out there. Stop trying to hit kicks that you just can't hit. Just handball like a bunch of crazy motherfuckers. That was the that the handballing in the second half from Essendon was some of the best chaos handballing. You're a team that thrives on chaos. Well, it's like at halftime, 
So Hooker has just been swung forward. Wush has walked down to the team rooms with the board and everyone positions, and he's picked up the board and just thrown it on the ground. He's like, play wherever you want. <laughs> Who cares? Because um, then you had, like, I mean, Guelphy was up back for some of it and up forward for other parts of the game. He- Tipper was playing as, like, a high half forward trying to lock down on Laird. <laughs> yeah. did a pretty good job, I thought. Is Wusher a chaos coach? Has he forgotten how to... Do anything, and he's just like ah, everything. No, <laughs> try it all. He's he was he was trying to not do it for for ages, and then he was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna get fired anyway. Chaos, and it's working. Do you know what? <laughs> At halftime, you know that first ever film that was made, or whatever the train pulling into the station. Yeah, he showed that in reverse, and he's like, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> Runaway train. We've done this two years in a row. We've done nothing for the first half of the season. And then all of a sudden we're like, what if we just start winning ridiculous games in dumb circumstances? But you didn't leave your run as late as last time. He yeah. started doing, he's decided to do that a bit earlier in the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just About a month get, earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Which has really helped with the- Chaos coaching. It's, it's a bit like, okay, typified just like insane, awesome things. Two passages of play, which if I was- if I was a Bombers supporter, yeah. my favourite player besides Mitch Brown, who is the best, by a mile would be Connor McKenna. Oh, <laughs> he is the kick to himself. The kick to himself. The the fake like the dummy. To, to sell a dummy, <laughs> but still kick the ball and kick it, keep it in. Yeah. yeah, just a little Gaelic tap to himself, and then just took off another four bounces. There was another passage of play where he just was like got the ball, quick handball. To the point where, like, it was so fast, the other guy couldn't actually handball it, so just punched it forward. <laughs> yes. And he got it again and just took off. I we, fucking loved it. We had a lot of players just, exp- like, explode out of the midfield. There was some good shit in this game. This was a very entertaining game, and no one in Geelong could watch it because they had no power. I <laughs> only <laughs> oh. got the first goal of the second half, and, like, it was like, oh, we probably need to... Because uh, the Adelaide crowd, once that happened, it got up and about again. Mitch Brown kicks a goal. Think wealthy kicked a goal. He would be my second favorite player. So McKenna, I love, but I feel like McKenna's cool. Bitey, bitey. Yeah, he got suspended last year for biting. Fuck, he's my favorite player. <laughs> he gave he gave someone a hickey. Was it Ben Cunnington or someone like that? Oh, good. Oh, well, he, he, he deserved it. If Absolutely. he bit Ben Cunnington, he's officially On the my neck, favorite player. He like gave him a hickey. Yep. Now, nah, can I just say? He's, he's even better if he's biting Ben Cunnington. I don't know if it was Cunnington, but I'm pretty sure it was a North player, so that sounds right. I mean, that's even better. Will Snelling did debut in 2016, by the way. He's gone 100% for his two games. What a fucking... That's a good strike rate. So, Guelph kicks a goal. He also freshly dyed hair again. He's oh, Love it! He's looking <laughs> again fresh. If I was a Bomber supporter, he'd be... Fuck it. Can I just say what I love about Snelling? Yes. Well, this has the potential to become a mythic power <laughs> because he can't lose. Like as long as he's in the team, you can't, can't lose, Dusha. He's going to replace Tipper's totemic abilities of Although, kicking goals and winning. Tipper still, I mean, the rate of him kicking a goal to us winning is still very high. But it's not concrete anymore. No, it's not concrete anymore. Snelling's concrete. Snelling is concrete. Can you win every time Mitch Brown kicks four? Um, well. Speaking of Mitch Brown, Mitch Brown, 25 minutes into the third quarter. Essendon's still down, but definitely creeping back up, uh, down by 12 points. Mitch Brown takes a like a mark and kind of like on the 50, but pretty close to the boundary. Pretty difficult kick, slots it, bends back. Oh, it was a beautiful goal. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what's great about that goal too is Tex had, another, had a similar shot in the fourth quarter to get back in front and uh, couldn't. Coward. Couldn't do it. Ball goes down the other end, Mitch Brown. <laughs> 
Tasty. Just before three-quarter time, our chaos strategy turned into a chaotic goal that almost killed a commentator that is despised by one person in the room and is it me? barely tolerated me. by us. It's me. <laughs> I was like, there's a lot of people I hated on that commentary. Well, there's, I thought like Wayne, but he wouldn't have said anything I, handy. Yeah. No, 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 no. Basically, uh, Tipper bursts out of the middle, picks up the ball with one hand, passes it off to McGraw, who dribbles it through the goals to tie the scores. BT almost shits himself on live TV. <laughs> it, it did sound like he was going to die. Like, yeah. hearing that. Because he, stru- he trips over characters, oh, characters' names. He trips over players' names and then is just like. Three quarter time, 59 apiece. Scary. Uh, Never in doubt. Essendon need to kick the first goal because if Adelaide kicked the first goal, home, the home crowd would be... Yeah. Yeah. And murder you. Mm. Luckily, Merrick kicks a sick goal. Uh, score stay level for a bit. Tex takes a shot, misses. Mitch Brown go coast to coast. Uh, Essendon go coast to coast. Mitch Brown kicks a goal. Essendon are in front. And then we stay in front and it is huge. Welfie took a mark that did not get spoken about much on TV, but seeing it live was the most fucked thing where he was running back in defense into the goal square and he took a diving mark who uh, collided with their forward. I don't know who it was. I don't Jenkins pay. maybe. Maybe. But like it was a courageous he chill in the goal square. Yeah. yeah. It was a courageous fucked mark and like if they if that had gone through as a goal probably would have really derailed Essen's plans. Um anyway, derailed. <laughs> <laughs> toot toot all aboard. Let's go. Cuz the train is <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> yeah, Bush is like all aboard the train. Next stop, don't fucking know. <laughs> we uh, burnt the timetable. Essendon <laughs> uh, ended up winning by twenty-one points. I was screaming. Essendon supporters were hugging each other that had never met. I had a. I have a Mitch Brown badge, which I'm sure we've spoken about before. When he kicked his first goal. I had it on my beanie and I'd taken it off my beanie because it had fallen off and I was like, I don't want to lose this. Yeah. So I was holding it. Then he kicked his first goal. I held it up. The people, some supporters behind me started clapping the badge. <laughs> and then when he kicked his second goal, I kissed the badge and everyone was like, yes, the badge. <laughs> By the time the fourth goal had come around, people were passing the badge around and all giving it a kiss. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, the game ended hugging, like hugging everyone. Hugging strangers at the footy is great. Um, when Adelaide supporters started to leave after Essen kicked their second last goal, um, it was very funny. <laughs> they got a big clap. I will, I will say this: the Port games when Geelong have been in front, like that I've been to, where they, they're not going to win, they stayed on the end. Port supporters, yeah. Adelaide supporters, not the same. Case. Oh, what a surprise! And I will note though, I know that I had the. This is just. I'll forget it otherwise. I had the best sledge from a, someone in the crowd on the weekend at the Geelong game. Um, Blitzarves got beaten at something, and this Hawk supporter near us just stood up and yelled out, Yeah, Mark, what's your middle name? And sat down. And everyone was like, What is his middle name? <laughs> Have you looked it up since? I haven't, no, no. I, I don't want to know. Last thing I want to mention about this game uh, yeah, Guelphie came up from the crowd uh, to the like cheer squad just to shake hands, and I yelled out that he's got the freshest cut in the AFL, and he like looked at me, gave me a nod. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, also, huge news out of the Essendon camp today. Orazio has bleached his hair. Are you serious? Yes. I've seen a photo. It's brilliant. How do I find a picture? <laughs> He's now become the second best player of all time. 
How do I? Where is the picture? Um, I'll try. I'll, I'll try and find it again. It, w- it was like a fan photo, but like, as in, like, it wasn't like a professional. Oh, I love it so much. That's. Do you know what they should? Guys, 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 guys. Being aerodynamic was so 2018. <laughs> Being blonde, peroxide blonde, is is the look. Holden, they've done a video on AFL. Oh wow! <laughs> Does he wow. Look like he looks no. That looks good. He looks heaps like Jonah Hill when he was in his Eminem phase. Not so Slim Shady. Yeah. Anyway, I love, love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it time to go on to the next game? Because yeah. I could keep talking. Anyway, Adelaide Oval, you were great. Essendon, you were greater. Chaos football. Everyone should bleach their hair. If we win the flag, Agreed. I might. Next game, uh, Richmond put away Port Adelaide. I went to this game. Oh, yeah. I was like, why, Jacob? I went there with my Jacob. little brother, and he turned to me during the third quarter. He was nervous going in because they had, like, so it should be, shitload of outs, and Richmond had basically their full-strength side back minus, like, Nankervis and Rance, uh, and they're flying, and they're playing it, you know, their home ground for the sixth time. They're going to play their six times in a row to end the year, um, but, like, Buckley and those guys are complaining about Geelong's fixture. Oh, Buckley complaining was... Buckley absurd. complaining about a fixture. But we had to travel two weeks in a row. I reckon that's the first time that's happened since 1928. <laughs> try being an interstate team, you fuck. Try being like... He, did, not- he tried it for one season. He went home. Sook. Well, he didn't go home. He went to a different club. <laughs> oh, man. Whack. Anyway, uh, he turned to me during the third quarter where, like, Porter just tried and just cooked something completely in Richmond and made them pay. And he just turned to me and he goes, oh, this fucking team. <laughs> They just kill. They just kill me. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, mate. He should change teams. No, nah, he won't ever do that. Not with the young guys they've got there. He they loves yeah. Coach. It's Port Adelaide. I, I condone it. New coach. I agree. Get Voss as the senior coach there. Here's my thing with that though. Out, like I'm putting aside my love of Michael Voss for a moment. He's been there for five years. Would if Ken Hinckley? If you think it doesn't work, why would you get the guy who's his right hand man? Do you know what I mean? Wouldn't you go fresh? Well, you know that Michael Voss won't pay attention to anything Koshy's saying. If I was Michael Voss, I would get out of Port Adelaide after that bullshit. I think he's going to go to Carlton. He got permission from the club to go and have an interview. And but then also, Koshy's like, come what out do the next you want day. him to do? Like, that's yeah. his chance to get It's like Stuart do with the Swans. They were like, we'd yeah. love to keep you, but we can't hold you to ransom. Footy clubs are good like that normally. Yeah. It's Geelong, like, Geelong, Geelong, Geelong Carousel have an interview at Richmond. Yeah. Like, it's like the just, Josh Dunkley thing with Sydney. Yeah, you just you do it. It's yeah. how it works. Because people are human. Yeah, it's a job. Mm-hmm. Kashi, you wouldn't know that because your job's being a big potato-headed fuck. But even like if you have you a problem. You just do that naturally. Even if you have a problem with it, why wouldn't Kashi like call up Voss and say, hey, I had an issue with that? Yeah, why make loved, it a big thing? Because he loves going public with stuff, remember? Because he, he's so. Eddie Light. He wants yeah. to be Eddie Maguire so bad. But he well, just brings negativity to his own club. Remember a couple of years ago? The speech he, after yeah. the West Coast yeah, Port Adelaide. terrible. Elimination like he's final. Got history doing shit like that. And and that final was cooked too. That went to extra time yeah. and scores were tied at the end of extra time. And, and it was had a, a shot. slightly dodgy free kick oh. that caused it to happen as well. Mm. Club presidents are trash most but of it's, the time. It's not a full time position at all. No, no. no it's, in it's fact, the same do they get paid? No, no, no. They don't. It's the same so as the thing. any club Koshy. president is a voluntary position. Like any sporting club, the president is a volunteer. Even the the MCC, the president of the MCC, volunteer. Koshy saying that. Uh, we're paying you. It's like Voss doesn't work for you. Yeah. He works for the Port Adelaide Footy Club. Works for what's name, Thomas. The, the CEO would be a different story. Yeah, yeah. whoever's yeah. running it. Koshi, you're just like a figurehead uh, with a shit head. A big figurehead. A big fig egghead. Sick of him. Sick of Eddie. <sighs> Fuck. Um, 
Do you know what I'm sick of? And I realise this, and I've always thought this, and I've known this deep down, and this might tie into something else we were going to talk about at the start of the show, which we might work into here, but that I've always felt it, and I realised it again when I went to the Richmond-Port Adelaide game. The last Richmond game I went to, Geelong smashed them and kicked like 12 goals to nothing, and they all went home at three-quarter time. So it was very quiet from the Richmond crowd. They are awful. They are so bad. Not every, not, and I know it's not every Richmond supporter, but it's a fucking lot of them. They're right at the end of the game, right? They're up by forty something points, and Rockcliffe like jumps onto a loose ball on the four fifty, snaps it over his head, kicks a goal. It was a pretty cool goal. The entire Richmond cheer squad, all the way around to their home supporters, booed Rockcliffe all the way back to the centre. It's like you are forty points up. The guys kicked a goal. Why are you? Why are you booing him? Because it's Rockcliffe. No, but, it's because it's Richmond supporters. Because it's Richmond supporters. They, the they, Sydney game. But it's Rockcliffe. What do you mean? It's Tom Rockcliffe. Yeah. That's why. They don't like Brisbane. They booed. It's like so. It's like that that that, semi, that qualifying final a couple of years ago where they booed Geelong mm. so bad that you couldn't hear the theme song playing. And the reason they booed them, and I was reminded of this by a mate this week, he's like, no, no, they booed us at that game because they had to play a game against Geelong in Geelong and all their supporters cracked the shits because they couldn't go. And they're like, it's beneath Richmond to have to travel to another ground like that. And that's the attitude. And you know what, Richmond? I'm fucking angry because I'm looking at the way this fixture's shaking up. There is every fucking possibility. They'll play their six home cruisy home games at their fortress. They'll get a week off. They'll finish fourth. And they will play a home an away final at the MCG against Geelong. I think they'll finish third. You reckon? But same situation because you'll be second. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly my, my 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 heart lifted with hope, and then you crushed it. Um, yeah, Porter cooked. One thing on this port game, though. Fuck, Tom. What? I'm really, really, really worried about Geelong's finals. Shut up, or Tom. No, Patricia, come on. But Tom, I agree. No, <laughs> why, guys? No, I had a bad if, week this week. I I know my friends. That's why we're worried. Nah, because you know, like when you see a friend at a dark time, but then you like look up, and instead of seeing a bright future, you see darker times. That's what's happening to us right now. No, nah. I, I see at the moment top of the ladder. <laughs> I also see a firmly closed window. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, there are no windows left. We shattered them in like no. Nah, look, six. look. I want to go on record. Yeah. I'm very on board a How Good's Footy final series. Yeah. I'm back in Geelong. Fuck Richmond. Fuck them. You're going to play him at the MCG. And we're going to smash him. And you're going to beat him. Fuck yes! I'm excited. <laughs> don't do that. No, no, you're going to beat You're definitely going to beat them. <laughs> Sean, I, you gotta, I just remind her, you're in a microphone. You, like, you can't lie to him <laughs> okay. in a public no, no, forum. No, I'm not like Tom. I, I have complete faith. Tushy, I'm really worried. <laughs> it's, Sean. it's confusing because... Because of the way the world works, when you turn your face away from me, I can't hear what you're saying to Dusha, so I'm just oh, assuming it's good. Thank God he can't hear Oh, my God, saying. thank God he can't hear us. He can't I, hear I, I, that. I can't, Tim Kelly's definitely leaving. Like, <laughs> I know what saying. Oh, shit, it's imploding. It's so imploding. I, I, yeah, Richmond, terrible supporters who like booing shit. And, and um, being really nasty to opposition supporters. Yeah. Did they, um, did they boo old mate bow and arrow? Old Robin Hood. They booed. So they much. booed him when he did it. They booed it when they showed it on the replay, and they booed him when he got a touch later in the game. To that, I say, hey Richmond, get absolutely fucked. I love that shit. I love it. I love it. If, I want more of it. I love it if it put if the goal put them in front. No, nah, don't care. Do it all the time. Like, uh, you know, but it put them. It got them within two kicks. But I like the personality. Yeah, Just do it. Great. Just and do it's it. Like a thing for his mum because his mum's a dance teacher and he did dance he's for like a years. And that's what it's a nod to. It's like oh well, that's beautiful. Mom. Yeah, fuck off, Richmond. Yeah, big fan of it. Oh, I can't wait for Geelong to beat you in the finals. Great. Me neither. They act so hard done by. 
Them oh. and Western Bulldog supporters act like the world's against them all the time. It's like, fuck The doggies? Off. Yeah. <laughs> they shit their pants this week and re-signed, <laughs> and re-signed their coach. And then shit their pants and got beaten by St. Kilda. I have, to, I have to unfollow so many dog supporters on Twitter last week. <laughs> oh, it made me so mad. <laughs> because of the everything? No, because they were all acting like the world was against them in the Melbourne game and they were acting like the umpires were against them and everything. And I just made a comment that, you know, when things even out, and uh, all of a sudden you're getting the same as everyone else and not more. It feels like you're getting less. And they Ooh. yeah, Ooh. and they didn't like And that was a very general comment based on many things. Yes, and they Gemma, took that, that really absolute, poorly. <laughs> I don't understand how that could have possibly upset them. <laughs> They're so insufferable. <laughs> They're on your list, aren't they? They're one of my four, yeah. Is this and everyone I, thinks everyone thinks it's because of the 2016 grand final? It's not that. It's because of the good stuff. No, I was about to say, is this the time to talk about that? Can we? It's and then because the next couple of games are a bit eh. Yeah, this is probably a good time to bring up the fact that there was a very angry doco. Well, no, it was a good doco that made me exceptionally angry. That came out on Thursday. It's the final quarter, which is the Adam Goods doco um, about the treatment he received in his last three years of footy. Check it out. It's on. Like the ten, if you're in Australia, so, yeah, it's on ten play in Australia. They're working on international release at the moment. And yep. if you have a VPN, just be Australia. Um, but we don't condone that. But no. they are working on international release. If you if you follow the final quarter on Twitter, they'll yep. keep you updated. It's a it's a fascinating doco because it's not there's no like talking heads or recreation. No. It's just archival footage put together, which I think lends it a bit. Seems to, in my opinion, seems to lend it more weight because he's just at the events yeah. as they happen. Watching that doco made me so fucking angry because there are so many fucking idiots who are like talking about how Goods was being hysterical and he was being deliberately divisive. You actually see all of Goods's press conferences in full in those moments where he said something that offended fuckheads. He is the most measured, calm person in the face of such absurd wankery. It's just staggering that... He's no longer like involved in the game, and you've got Sam Newman, Eddie Maguire, Dermot Brereton, bloody Andrew Bolt, Miranda Devine, all these people, Alan Jones, like still operate in a commentary or like the fact that Eddie Maguire is still the president of Collingwood is fucked. Going back and seeing what happened, the fact that he was able to get away with, oh, it was a slip of the tongue to make a King Kong joke. You can hear when he makes it, Luke Darcy is just like are you fucking serious? It's this is a, what I have to put up with on this show. Being, obviously, being a Swans fan, I experienced it probably more during that time because well, I was in, a in lot more of the games and yeah. things like that and would watch a lot of press conferences and all that stuff and then reliving it. Um, it makes me so mad just because he did everything he possibly could right and people still say that he's a bully, he's a flog, he's – uh, stages for free kicks, this and that. Like the fact that people are so willfully ignorant to not understand where someone else is coming from just because they want to be right. Mm. It's it's really upsetting and it's upsetting because you wish that he didn't have to go through that. It's upsetting because being in those crowds, it was very hostile and really unpleasant. It's really upsetting because he was trying to do something good for younger Indigenous people and – these people made it worse for them and not better. And the fact that the war dance is such a talked about thing and being at that game, it was everyone loved it at the game and all that sort of stuff. 
he was doing a tribute to some 16-year-old kids that he'd met a few weeks earlier and they developed this dance with him and he was doing a tribute to them. And the fact that it was made into this thing that was aggressive and awful and this and that, it was just so upsetting because it meant so much to these kids and it's just everything was made ten times worse and then the fact that North Melbourne booed him in his very final kick, which was a beautiful goal in a final that we lost because we had lots of injuries. It was his my, last game, wasn't it? On my it? fucking birthday. And just like the fact that they booed him into retirement is just really devastating because he yeah, had a lot more up. in him. Mm. And a lot of people, and we talked about this off air before, but a lot of people ask me why there are four teams that I really dislike and people think that I don't like the Western Bulldogs because of the 2016 grand final, things like that. No, the reason I don't like those teams is because they were horrendously awful during that time. And you'll see the first four games that they show with the booing are those four teams back to back to back. And it's just devastating that they still think that it's okay. Richmond have come a long way, I think, in terms of their diversity since then. Um, Rana Hussein, who works there, has been wonderful. Tanya Hosh, who works at the AFL, has done a really good job. But Hawthorne still have a racist asshole as their president who doesn't give a shit. Um, and they have fans who don't care, as we saw earlier this year when Sean Burgoyne got the players to wear the number 37 on their warm-up tops um, around when the film was being premiered and a lot of their supporters came at them like, you're a piece of shit, why are you doing this, blah, blah, blah. It's just like you haven't learned. It's it's four yeah. years on, you haven't learned and you've got Indigenous players at your club who are respected wanting to do this and you're still treating them like shit. Hawthorne, I think, have a long way to go. Um, Western Bulldogs, another team who were really, really bad. The, the club, though, I think it's the supporters because watching that doco, there's that Bob Murphy did that thing where yeah, in Indigenous round he wore the he wore goods as number for when he when he came yeah, out on the ground and tossed yeah. the coin and didn't play in the jumper because he's wearing two jumpers and that'd be confusing. Yeah, yeah. No, but what I mean is some clubs <laughs> came out and they wore their Indigenous Guernsey or they did this, they did that. Those those things were player led. They weren't club led. Whereas Geelong, what they did was club led. It, that it's was very different I've, to what what happened. I've talked about this before. That Geelong Sydney game in Geelong, which was his first game back, when he got his first touch, was the most nerve wracking fucking ten. You were about to of be a late. second. I'm sitting there going, "Do I'm about to hate my club?" I'm, to be, no one did. I was talking to a mate the other day. He said, "Oh, there were a few people down there and who who started, but people told him to shut up, or they just kind of petered out because not, yeah, not, no, no one, one no one joined in because they were like, "Nah, we're not, we're not." We're not game to do that because that's fucking dumb. And even if even if there are people out there who booed goods because he stays for free kicks or whatever the fuck you want to call it, if I was doing that the minute someone was like, they're booing him because he's racist, I'd be like, fuck, I don't want to look like a racist. Yeah. I better stop booing him. Also, Joel Selwood ducks for free kicks, right? I'm a Geelong supporter. He lifts his shoulder up so he gets drawn high. He doesn't get booed every time he touches the ball. He gets booed when he gets a free kick. Yeah. Goods was booed every time he touched the ball, not just when he got a free kick. And it was definitely- so you're wrong. You're yeah. fucking wrong. And if anyone listening to this show disagrees with me, go to the sun. <laughs> Stay there. <laughs> but I remember being at games where it was happening and, like, I would be with the Swans cheer squad and we'd be cheering so loudly to try and drown it out. But you can't drown out 60,000 other people. Like, there was a particular Hawthorne game and that North Melbourne game that was definitely the worst. And it was just – it was demoralising for you as a fan trying to drown it out, let alone for him on the field. And then – the game that he missed against Adelaide at the SCG, the players didn't know that the fans were going to do that seventh minute of the third quarter where they'd stand up and cheer. 
And Kurt Tippett spoke about it after the game and he said it was just like from there they like got a run on as well. It lifted the team. It did all this stuff. And then the impact it had on Lewis Jetta was massive as well. Like Lewis Jetta clearly was hurt by it. It's just like so many people were affected by this thing and these people don't seem to care. And people like Mark Latham and Sam Newman who care more about themselves and their own bigoted ideas, like it's just really upsetting that people in this country want that as the, their voice of reason. There are some good things in there, though, that you can, like, if you watch it, there's some great, like, people who are really good, like Mark Robinson. But Kelly like, Underwood. Kelly Underwood goes oh, into God. bat really hard. Surprising. Andrew O'Keefe on the Today Show fucking went into yeah, bat for good, good a lot. Mm. Like, just heaps. Ida Buttrose didn't think she would. She went in pretty hard for him. This was at the time. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, from the, the, thing, from the, the archival thing footage. I found most fucked up in a very fucked up situation is that Eddie Maguire was at the start of this, right? He was brilliant like, on the in the first instance. Yeah, no, no, but he was he was okay in the first instance. Went in, said a sorry, blah blah blah, made it about himself, and then went and did what he did after that. The fact that for the next year and a half, these breakfast shows and things threw to him as a and asked him questions about it as if he was an expert on the topic. Yeah, was galling because it's like he's, he's involved in he's, the topic. Like started it almost, and now you're throwing him as an expert opinion on it, and he's being like, "Oh no, nah, it's not that." Like, how can you use him as an expert on this? Like, it's just baffling. Being around it, and people like what Tom said before, it's a thing that people often still remember, but they forget how bad it actually was. Mm. This documentary really highlights it. I, I was at that 2014 grand final, and I do not remember the booing. And then when I watched it, I was like, "Oh fuck, no, they did boo him every time he went near the ball." Yeah. It's fucked. Yeah. It's fucked. Um, but tell you what, if you watched this doco on Thursday when it was out and you were like, fuck, I hate Eddie Maguire, you would have loved Saturday afternoon at about 4.30. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I don't think that's the next game, but it was a nice segue and I wanted to take it. Uh, the next game was Carlton and Gold Coast, but Carlton won. And Gemma, you are quite fond of Gold Coast. Did, was there anything? I'm fond of both of these clubs. Um, Alex Sexton kicked his 100th goal. Hey, that's cool. He kicked three, but he kicked his 100th. I don't know, Harry Mackay took 10 marks. He was really important for them kind of as a as a marker when Levi Casbolt had his good game last week, so then wasn't going to be good this week. <laughs> um, no, but you know, uh, like yeah. he never has yeah. two good games in a row. No, no. Um, it's a rule. It is. It's the Casbolt rule. Patrick- I tried to make a word out of Casbolt and I just made it Casbolt. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Cripps is often uh, admonished for his disposal. Um, people think, oh, yeah, he gets the ball, but he puts his teammates under pressure. He went at something like 92% efficiency. 94. He was, he was really good in this game in terms of that, and I think that's something that's improved as he the season's gone on. With only him. had 18 touches, though. But he made the most of them. He yeah. played He played a, a high half forward role yeah. for parts of the game, I think, to try to draw yeah. the tag away. And Kerno's, mm. Kerno's Captain move. in the middle more as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Um, yeah, no, I like it. Matthew Kennedy, who's a piece of shit, kicked four goals, so that's something. But <laughs> I, I think the thing with Gold Coast here is that – Well done. You're still a good <laughs> catch. <laughs> it, was, it was positive for Gold Coast in a way, and I know everyone's like, it's just Carlton, it's this, it's that, but they were able to put in a consistent pressure contested game for four quarters – after being blown out of the water for two weeks in a row. Yeah. And that's the big thing with Gold Coast is that they haven't been able to show it for four quarters and I think they're just lacking 
avenues to goal right now, whereas everything else is kind of starting to come into place. Yeah. They've won the the, um, clearances, I think, by five or something against Carlton, who smashed Sydney the week before. Like, they're doing a lot right. It's just the avenues to goal are really hard. And then Weedering and um, Liam Jones were outstanding, so it was really hard to get through them as well. But Sexton kicking three, he's bobbed up again. So, yeah, I I think it's pretty positive for both teams considering the circumstances. So next week, we'll go Chris beat Essendon. Where is it? Up at Metricon? Mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, no, two toot motherfuckers. Oh, look, I, <laughs> I just want a Gemma's opinion. I knew exactly which way it was going, but I just wanted to ask. I might back the Suns. <laughs> yeah, all right. No, I believe in friendship, mate. Yeah, it's, actually, so, so do I. I've got, I'm back. No, well, I didn't on the weekend. <laughs> I right. actually tipped Adelaide. Did you yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, I did. Dusha and I are neck and neck, and I thought Essendon were pretty banged up. That was point that, A. There's no way Essendon should have won that game. That's right. And Adelaide point B, handed it to him. I thought I could get an edge on Dusha. No, I think oh, Zach Merritt handled no, it. No, not in a bad way. But just like Adelaide should have won it, and they didn't. How far away is he from you now? No, I think I was one ahead of him. What's the What's the update now, mate? So Tom, you've actually risen a bit. Oh, uh, you're 78. It's because I'm. Oh, well done. No, top 100. <laughs> top 100. Fuck. That's I got tough. excited and then I heard 78 and I went, yeah, that's not right. Oh, that's no. Wrong. I was wrong. Because I reckon I got you back on the St. Kilda yeah. Bulldogs result. So. I got both of them. I got the I'm, Bombers and the, and the Saints. Yeah, Straight I'm. The Saints. I'm, yep. fi- I'm 54th. Sean. Yeah. 35th. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you, uh. You've smoked him. No, he's two nice. tips up on me. Oh, two. I've gone up by yeah, one. I've gone up by one. What'd you What'd you cook on the weekend? I don't know. Geelong. Something I absolutely should have tipped Hawthorne. I tipped Collingwood. Oh yeah, we tipped. I Giants. tipped the Giants. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Collingwood Giants. Yeah, if you're a big hater of Eddie Maguire, this is a great result, and as everyone should be. Yep. Fuck Eddie Maguire. Um, might Nick, get a T-shirt that says that. Guys, Fucking, Nick Kyrgios. I can you- make you one. <laughs> <laughs> what image do you want? Hey, uh, a picture Gemma, of him in jail. Gemma, <laughs> at the trivia night, is a t-shirt that says "fuck Eddie Maguire" allowed? Hundred like percent. Yes, guys, if you we can get all... one for me. I would wear it. All right, done. <laughs> this game, Nick Kyrgios's team off to a flying, flying well, start. Okay, the thing for Collingwood here is that the fact <laughs> that Cameron Himmelberg, Green, and there's a fourth player kicked fifteen Finlayson. goals. One, Finlayson kicked fifteen goals. One between the four of them. Yeah. How you know do you beat a team that does it? Clean football. Oh, Good beautiful kicking. football. Great leadership. Captain Green. Captain Green. Mm. Captain Green, who's not in the leadership group because the two co-captains didn't play. The three next people down weren't playing. Yeah, they had no leadership group there. So this Toby what Green does was it like, say about your team when Toby Green's the next best option? Well, I think they looked at their options and they went, oh, no, Jezza's Jezza. Right, so it's down to Toby Green or oh wait, who's our most senior? Oh, he's sure. No, Toby Green. Or, no, it was it was the old who's been here the longest. And they're like, oh, you've been here since you were seventeen. I guess it's you, Green. Yeah, he did a good job. Apparently, Played he's a good middle. leader. He had like a whole five clearances or something as well. Leave him in the center when Kelly and Cornelio get back. Get used to life without either of them. Oh, Oof. Kelly signed, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah he but he's going in. He, he signed years. a two-year deal, which is a way of being like, you can get a good trade for. Well, me. he yeah. t- takes him to free agency. Just like the Brody Grundy one. They'll try and trade him next year, I reckon. You'd have to, wouldn't you? Rather than let him go f- for free agency. Trade him. Like get- Tim Kelly. <sighs> Can't wait for North Melbourne to offer him everything and then him to go somewhere else. No, he might go there now. He'll look there and Heath goes, yeah, he's got a bigger head than me. I just wouldn't go to North because, you know, within five years they'll be in Tasmania. <laughs> well, it depends. If they sign Reece Shaw this week, yeah. there's hope for North Which Melbourne. they should do. Sorry, they lost. 
There's hope for North Melbourne. Speaking of North Melbourne and hope. Oh, just quickly, any. just oh, quickly, yeah. just quickly. Collingwood, only one, uh, so almost fallen out of the top four. They're uh, on 44 points, this one's on 40. It's very much coming down to the fact that this last <laughs> game of the round of the season could decide both fates. Yeah. Who have they got this week, next week, Collingwood? Richmond at the MCG. <laughs> and you know what's interesting, right? <laughs> Lost. No, 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 no. Guys, hear me out. Friday night. You could leapfrog them this week. Jesus. If you smash Gold Coast and they get smashed by Richmond, which is likely, although they play well against Richmond, I think Richmond will be angry and the way they're playing. Richmond, no. Richmond will want to smash Collingwood because that puts them in the top four. That's what I mean. The thing we didn't touch on with Richmond as well is the fact that Tom Lynch played like a small forward, kicked three goals, four, but he had like 13 contested possessions out of his 19. Like he plays like a small forward when Jack Rewalt's in the team. It's the best. I hate Richmond, but that's awesome. Coming into finals, they are going to be terrifying. I hate it. I fucking hate it. They're going to get home finals all the way through. Collingwood are going to lose to Richmond. They're going to beat Gold Coast. I reckon they'll lose to Melbourne. <laughs> nah, Melbourne have got enough. Melbourne have already started Pride. just a couple of sending people to Sorry. surgery for the year. Sorry. Pride. Sorry. What? Harrison Petty is a key forward and Bailey Fritch is a half forward. Game changer. We'll get to that, though. Yep. Uh, we won't. We didn't. None of us watched that game. Collingwood will also lose to Adelaide in Adelaide. Yeah, because that Adelaide will probably need to win to keep their finals hopes no, alive, and then lose to a freight train, and then bye bye Bucks. Oh, they'll probably finish like seventh oh, or eighth. Yeah, and it. they'll get. They'll have to go to like and get the Bombers in round one of the finals, <laughs> <laughs> or, or worse, they'll have to go to like uh, New South Wales or Perth. They'll probably have to play the Giants again, mm. or West Coast. It could play Geelong at the MCG. Geelong finishing fifth. <laughs> You never know. It's not, no. It's a topsy-turvy year. Sean, it's not. And the wheels are Imagine, shaky. I We've got Carlton like, to come at GMHBA. Mate. And David, North. David I'll Teague. And North at GMHBA. That. What's Carlton's biggest loss since Teague? Oh. I looked at Gemma because she's the only smart one in the room. I think it's, <laughs> now it's go to less Statman than three over goals, here. Actually, yeah, Statman. What you it's got? It's less than three goals. Oh, it'd be less than that, I think, wouldn't it? I think it's like 15 points or something. <sighs> I reckon it's like Like the third week in. The third week in. I think it's under a goal. I could be wrong. So, Doggies won by three points? Yeah. They've only lost one other one, haven't they? I, I like yeah. this th- 15 points. Melbourne beat them by five points. Yeah, it's under a goal, I reckon. Then they played Sydney, which, who which they, they lost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. So, wow. Tom, look out. Yeah, it will win by under a goal. They'll win the clearances. <laughs> Tim Kelly will decide that he doesn't want to be there anymore because he lost clearances. He already decided Carlton. that on the weekend, I think. Didn't oh, he decided at the start of the year, mate. No, he's Dave. So, Gemma, who's had a really, really, really big dip in uh, performance on ground? Because you've run the play on radio uh, players' votes. Someone that was just had, like, secured top spot. Oh, Tim Kelly. Yeah, yeah Nat Fife overlapped him on mine. How? Fife didn't fucking play. The last that, week, mate. I haven't that's, done this uh, That's not a great sign, then, is it, Tom? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what. I came gonna in here. Swap. To You're going to get Nat Fife? He's going to go Freo. Hey, you know what? If I'm getting a trade. <laughs> well, Nat, Nat Fife is a farm boy. I'm hearing that if he's going to Freo, we'll end up with like Brad Hill. You don't want Brad Hill. You're not going to get Fife either. As if he's going to fly his helicopter to Geelong. Yeah, true. No, Where's he going to land? Excuse me. We have Geelong. the biggest sexy land in Australia with a very big roof. A helipad on sexy land. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going he's gonna to be dildo king. We'll make him a crown. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the mayor of Geelong. Yeah, with his big dildo crown. Oh, my God. Hey, Sean, you know what's next. How good is it when an umpire wins a game for you, mate? Hey, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I'm not having to borrow this shit. 
Mate, he kicked another goal afterwards. Yeah, yeah. The last goal and it'd be... Then it'd to be fair. North Melbourne also, sooking it up. Also, Scott Thompson, piece of shit. Yeah. That's, this is what I said at the time. It was a piece of shit rule. The umpire went, oh, he's a fuckhead. 15, <laughs> years, 15 years of being a fuckhead, it's called karma. That's but what also, you get, no, no, but I think the way North came out and they were aggressive and doing dodgy shit the whole game, that led to that happening because they the umpires were of the opinion from early in the game... Yep. That North were doing dodgy shit, so they were going to pay shit like Gemma, that. it's the Mitch Robinson effect. Seriously, he does something, and umpires go, "It was probably a fuckhead move." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how it works. Except Mitch looks at the umpires like, "Yeah, nah, fair." <laughs> He's um, got blood on his fist. What? <laughs> <laughs> I missed this game. Uh, Joel Dusha and I were supporting a friend of the show and infrequent guest Dowie at the wrestling. Um, I had to talk you through the last five minutes. You did because I was. It was the big ballroom brawl in the wrestling. It was all happening. Arnie Donna were fighting. It was off the chain. And I was on the <laughs> phone refreshing and my thing kept freezing. And um, actually, by that point, you'd left, Dusha. Yeah. It's, but uh, I, I was checking the scores and it wasn't updating quick enough. And Tom, you were watching. And I was like, I, saw I need a play by play. How'd I go? Was I all right? Thank you very much. You helped me out because you were like telling me exactly how much time was left on the clock. And I was freaking out. It was beautiful. There was a guy. Um, I saw the last quarter. There was a guy in the row in front of us and I saw him looking at his phone and I thought I saw a Brisbane logo and I was like, oh, I think he might be a Lions fan. And then at the moment the game ended, he's turned to his mate and gone, yes, we're second, yes. <laughs> and I've gone, I've yelled at Brisbane and he's gone, yeah. And I've leaned over and we shared a moment. <laughs> we, we, shared a, we shared a firm, beautiful handshake. Sweaty wrestling handshake. Oh, it was beautiful. Dally and then, was probably in the background getting hit by a chair or something. <laughs> and then he went from the handshake and the he was full of adrenaline and then he started yelling at the, the bloody ref and the wrestling to get out of the way so he could see the action. It was <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. But I, I went home from the wrestling and I uh, watched the replay of the second half. They were good. They were good. They Statistically, they should have won. won. This is the thing too. North North didn't score for a quarter. Yeah. Um, It's just bad kicking, which is what you did against Melbourne. You're poor kicking early against Melbourne. You did it against a few teams where you should have really had it done earlier in the game. Here's a commentary for the McInerney free kick. McInerney. McInerney. Sorry, you pronounced big O in Big O. Sorry. I saw someone with a big O t-shirt. I love it. Commentators <laughs> lost their minds too for Big O. Yeah. Well, Luke Darcy tried to, but his voice just doesn't have the ability yeah, yeah. to do that. I respect McInerney falls to the ground and he's paid a disgraceful free kick against Scott Thompson. Game should not be decided by this. It wasn't though. Sorry, what app? Is that the AFL app? No, no the AFL would never do that. Oh, do you know you what, okay. fuckheads. Do you know what I actually hate more than this? What do you right? hate more than that, Tom? I hate the fact that being an umpire in this game is so fucking hard because the rules, as we talk about every week, are so subjective. And he's going, as you said, that Scott Thompson's been behaving in a certain the way. The whole team had been behaving. So like he's that. he's going to read that and be like, um, and forwards are always going to get benefit of the doubt in that situation. Also, the AFL. Hang on. The, no, just hang on, Dusha. The AFL were like, nah, nah, nah. That free kick where Rampy climbed the goalpost not being paid was the correct decision, but refused to back their own with this free kick. It's the same fucking thing. Back him in. Back him in, Gil. How did I know you'd bring that up? Well, because Tom, it's a perfect example. Thomas, now all the North fans go, look at that, the AFL have said that. This is a disgrace. We can't keep copping this. But then the issue the was... Brisbane kicked straight. It's a six or seven goal game anyway. They so kicked shut another up. goal after Yeah, McCluggage that. got another one, which was... That's clear. A free kick. <laughs> well, no, no, but, but it was he got his head ripped off, as Tom said in his commentary. Come on, Joel. It was a push in the back, actually. Yeah. Push in the back and then someone yeah, fell on his head. Landed yeah. on he, his he landed head. on his back and then... Fisted into his head. Also, for me, the Ben Brown one is the disgraceful free kick. The Oscar McInerney one, yeah, I don't agree with it. It's not a free kick. 
But you can. But I feel like one clearly, of those gets paid every game. That's it, Jim. It like, was just you watch the time it, of the game. You watch it in real, like in real time, and you're like, I can see how the umpire got to that because the the bump has come a little bit earlier than normal in those mm. circumstances, and also Terence jumping over as well. So the that's, umpire's got. That's like, what didn't oh. help. If it was just. Thompson and Big O in a one-on-one, and Thompson does that and takes the mark. It he's never doesn't fine. get paid. Doesn't no. get paid. He didn't pay but a I push. Think, she paid a block. No, no, no. But I think because Tarrant was in there as well, it looks like Thompson's moving him out of the way for Tarrant. I get yeah. the argument because it's been paid a block and people have gone, how's it a block if the guy that did the block took the mark? It's but a grey area. It's not the best free kick, but it's not a disgraceful free kick. No. There have been much worse this yeah. year. Also, also deserved to win. Let's just talk about Daniel Rich. That's about to say. A man I love. Yep. That goal. Having the best career, best season of his career. So deserved. He, he's played his 200th game. I wish his goal had been the game winner because it was it's just a classic rich goal. It was fucking awesome. As soon as as soon as soon they kicked it in and they shanked it and he marked it on 55, every Brisbane player just walked away from yep. it. I love Chris Fagan talking about it. Oh, how about the hug too after the yeah. game? Oh, bloody hell. Bloody hell, my heart. Fags loves him. Fags said in the uh, presser after, uh, he just talked about it and he said, it, it's a goal, we'll definitely never forget it. And I was like, oh. I just love it. <laughs> love it. The crowd was, I think, nearly 25,000 at the uh, It Gabba. was loud. And, it was loud. yeah, Zorko said it's the loudest he's ever heard, really. Fagan said he's starting to sort of get a vibe of what it would have used to be back in the day, a bit of a fortress. Well, they were- also, Tom, consider that North Melbourne don't have a massive fan base. If you've ever gone to watch them in Melbourne, the crowds are quite low when we play them down there. Like that, actually, that crowd was bigger than the Marvel Stadium one when we played them in round two. Yeah. Like – so that's a fair effort. Brisbane is starting to get around it. You have, I guess you have to win 12 games to be second on the ladder for the fans to like really get behind it. But it's great. I'm really enjoying it. McCluggage's goal in the last quarter was awesome. How did he get – Give him like a four-year or a five-year deal, $5 million. Just do it. Give him, him and <laughs> – No, lock him, him away. Him and Barry. Give them both Barry's five. already signed for oh, five. Oh, and McCluggage's signed. McCluggage his brother's is just signed. like the classiest young player you'll find. He's like – everyone's Brilliant. talking about Josh Kelly. I reckon McCluggage is up there as well. I think McCluggage will – I think he'd be the best player in the AFL within a, a within a few head. years. I was about to say that I think he's got a I think weird I find, head, but I think he I find kicking goals and Josh Kelly's head more tolerable than McCluggage's, and that's why it's I just Josh. weird at the back, right? No, but he just doesn't have a neck. It just kind of all weird. goes. Yeah, it does. Jared Berry and if him. If there's one thing this show stands for, it's supporting blokes with weird heads. I won't hear a bar of it. I take it back. He's got I'm, a weird head and a weird name, and we love him. He's amazing. <laughs> Big fan. Hugh, Hugh McCluggage, best Hugh since Grant. But yeah, Brisbane have won. True. Yeah. Brisbane have won 12 games now, so that normally gets you in. You're in, mate. <laughs> Sean. Well, we look at the run. So we've got Hawks in Tassie. We've beaten the Hawks the last three times now. Chris Fagan likes playing Clarko. The only thing is the Hawks are flying at the minute. They are? I should know. Oh, yeah. Saw it up close. Uh, and then I think after that we've got the Bulldogs at the Gabba, then Gold Coast at the Gabba, then Geelong at the Gabba, <laughs> then Richmond at the MCG. So that's good because – Hopefully we can bank a couple wins. They're all tough games, though, to be honest. They're all kind of dangerous, especially Gold Coast, like even though they're right down the bottom. Every game is dangerous them, this season. Of, this oh, season definitely. is fucked. Yeah. I just want to paint a picture here. But round, just quickly do show. Round 22. Yeah. <laughs> you playing Geelong at the Gabba could determine first place. Uh, Geelong would have to drop another game before that they just because of percentage. Worry. <laughs> no, well, effectively no, no. because of the percentage. Drop one, yeah. and then we beat you. That's the well, we'd one. have to drop next week, which is either next week or the Freo game. And then we've got then is we've it got in. Is it over there? So we've got Sydney and Sydney, Freo and Freo, oh, and then tough. we've got that's no, tough. And then and then we've got North Melbourne at GMHBA. So we should win one of those. Oh, 
you're going to be uh, pretty tired, I think. <sighs> Jesus. Fine no, but that's good. Like I, just the last two games, because sometimes I think you've experienced this. You play some shit ass teams in the last two games, and then you have the bye, and then finals, and you get knocked out because you're Geelong in the finals. <laughs> But we've got you. We get to play you, and, and we've then got, we get to play Richmond at the MCG. We've got you and David Teague's less than a goal Blues, so we've actually got a decent hit out, as opposed to two hundred point wins last year. I don't know. I'll ask the room. Where did Brisbane finish? First. Second. First. Hey, they've been more impressive the past month than you guys have. We were more impressive the first eleven rounds. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. matter. Teams do that, mate. Adelaide yes. used to do that all the time and fall apart. Imagine. If Brisbane go into this top of the ladder, Jesus Insane. Christ! They're my finals team. I'm I'm excited and they're playing well, but I'm also I've barracked for Brisbane and have experienced the last does fifteen it, or so years, and I know that nothing. I don't know. I'm just does scared. it feel a little Melbourne last year? Prelim. Uh, I mean, yeah, it could. Yeah, that's the scary thing, isn't it? Like, regardless of what happens this season, there's no guarantee that Brisbane are going to build again next year. Because you look at Melbourne, and you go fucking hell. Look, gotta, look, gotta, look gotta, at the Bulldogs. Well, well, no, the dogs are different because I think Melbourne were pretty good for most of the season. Whereas yeah. the doggies were patchy, did enough, and then just turned it on for a month. Melbourne, Melbourne were okay during the season last year. No disrespect was, to the dogs. It's the flukiest premiership. It is 100% in, and that I get, can ever remember. They get so mad when you tell them that. Well, it's, it's, true. it's the fact. It's true. I've got a mate as a Bulldog supporter. He's like, yeah, we fucking fluked it, but I'm going to ride that home forever. No, it was yeah, the run of the dogs. That's all it was. Yeah. The, you're the dog. The the ambush in well, the moment that ambush happened in Perth. You knew. Oof. I like that it happened because it means that any team, like if you make finals, you could win the premiership. Well, it's but look at the last three premiers. They've all yes, West Coast finished second, but they didn't look convincing, and no one was pegging them for the premiership. It was Richmond or Collingwood for most of the year. Yep, and then West and we Coast got a came huge out and were like, grand final out "Fuck of it. yeah, let's go!" Well, Richmond I think finished thirteenth and then won the flag, mm-hmm. and then yep. Collingwood were thirteenth and then. Maybe grand seconds. final. Yep. Brisbane, I think, were 14th last year, or maybe 15th. That means they're going to win it. Massive. Even better, mate. God. Fuck, I can't wait to cry in September. <laughs> For the right no, reason. What happens? Nah, it could nah. be anything. <laughs> just... Fuck. Just being involved is fun. Oh, it's fucking. Oh. It's that been you... ten years for me since I've had to find something to do. That seems hey. crazy that it's been ten years for Sydney. Two thousand nine. Essendon haven't won a final in so Still long. Premiership. That's my worry too. It's yeah. like making the finals and then playing like Essendon. No, no, no. You've got. Like you've, no, no, no. You'll be fine because there's. You've got. You've got a couple of seasoned finals players in your twenty-two. What Luke Hodge? Luke Hodge. Who uh, else? Christensen is a Premiership player. That's true. How far back do you go? I uh, played a very good game in the kick 2011. Three. Kick three. Well, this week, yeah. I think, kick three. I think kick two in the in the 2011 Since grand final. Since he's come back in the team. So I think Christensen came yeah. back in after we lost to Carlton. Yep. And I think we had the bye, freshened up. He came back in. And honestly. He's been quite good. Like at the start of the year, I would have said that he was gone. They signed him for one year. He'd had his injuries. It looked like his speed was shot. But he's come back. He's tackling he's quick. With, I think he like he's, five he, tackles as well. He's changed his, his game play to not be that quick, but just to be – in the way, yeah. no, but he still got pace. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what when he needs it. Me. Yeah, he loves the goal. Like though. the combination of him with Link McCarthy and Cameron has been carried for a lot of the year. Mm. But you keep playing him because he's capable of taking a big mark and kicking. But a also, goal. you've got to develop him, and the only way to develop him is to play. Because, like, no offense, no disrespect to either of your teams, but the Neefel is not the competition like a VFL or the other no. state level. So no, you need, you probably need to get games into Rayner at the highest level for him to be any. 
But I will yeah. just on the Nefel, like the imbalance there, where I think Brisbane's reserves have still gone undefeated. It's because we haven't had any injuries. Yeah, this you've year, had really. no injuries. So, so there's you're... so many like AFL quality players in that team. So of course they're winning. But I get you, the quality of that league is not the same. Also, just Swan, to reiterate, Swans a third, and we've had injuries like crazy. So mm. I'm just saying, Brisbane's forward line. I, I, I'm trying to remember. Like it's very hard for I think teams to shut down all of those players. That's what makes you so dangerous. That's why your inaccurate kicking is so frustrating because yep. you should be putting teams away, like mm. putting them away like GWS did. Eight goals in the first quarter, you can't come back from that. Having you haven't played a lot of like four-quarter games this year, no, but which is even- frustrating but also exciting because it's like when it does click, Jesus. <laughs> but when they, they do play four-quarters sometimes but they just don't, don't they're just it. not accurate. Yeah. Like they're getting the shots on goal and they're dominating everyone on the ground. They're mm. just – not converting. Hey, here's a crazy thing that I just realized that could happen that is not quite related to Brisbane, but kind of. There is a chance that Essendon do what Hawthorne did last year. And if Essendon wins. Slip into the top four. Yeah. By we, beating Sydney in round 23. Yeah. Except we'll be beating Collingwood in round 23. Who have you got? So we've got. They're all winnable games. But- I, my worry with you, the Adelaide one's your most convincing win, probably. But even then, you were still down by five goals within that game. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. We are not. <laughs> you know how many times I've shit myself in the last three weeks, Sean? Too you, many. You're winning, but you're not necessarily playing in a way that gives me any confidence. <laughs> you've still got to win minimum two more games. Who have you got? <laughs> yes, Gemma? Mitchell Lewis is the rising star, and it's been a long time coming, and it's very deserved. He played very fucking Good well. on him. It's looking good. Him and O'Brien, fucking, although oh, we'll get to that. It wasn't the defender's fault. Mm. So we got Gold Coast up there. Yep. Dangerous. Then we've got Port at Marvel. Hope you win. And they're playing for their finals too. That would be the kind of game Port win though. Mm. Yep. Then we've got uh, the Doggies at Marvel. Dangerous. Fucking hell. Then we've got Port Adelaide. Uh, sorry. Then we've got Fremantle at Optus Stadium. <laughs> You'll win that. Then we've got Collingwood at the MCG. You could win them all. You could lose them all. Yeah. So uh, let me just check which no, ones. No middle just... ground. No middle ground. They're going to winning all of them, <laughs> or they're not winning any of them. How many have you won in a row? <clears throat> uh, four. Two. Imagine oh. if you hit finals with nine wins in a row. Uh, <laughs> if Brisbane win all of theirs, Richmond did that. They. Yeah, Richmond did 2014, that in 2014. When then and then Port came and then out and smashed them. How many in a row? Nine in a row. Nine in a row. Remember, they beat Sydney in the last round. That's right. They came from when yeah, Dustin yeah, yeah. Martin and Ted Richards were running. And Ted Richards fell, Dustin yep. Martin kicked it, and Sydney didn't have Buddy in the team. I remember that game vividly. It was at ANZ Stadium with the really terrible surface. That's right. Which Optus Stadium, also terrible surface. We remember another huge run, 2001. Brisbane won 16 in a row. Yeah. <laughs> to another, beat Essendon in the an, grand final. Another big run, 2017, 0-6 to beating Essendon in finals. <laughs> that was a big win. <laughs> big run. I think the only highlight in that game was Danaher Sorry, took a screamer, didn't he? That was my first three yeah. minutes that was, of the yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. Then Sydney kicked us seven uh, goals in the second quarter. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> 2007. Love making the f- – <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, So, yeah, just quickly, Essendon's recent finals appearances getting smashed by Sydney. And before that was in 2009 where we got absolutely pantsed by Adelaide in Adelaide by 80-something points. So, so good- Essendon not only haven't – Won recently in the finals. I don't think we've lost by under 60 points. Wait, so you haven't won a final since like what? 2001. 2001. No. No. No way. We won. We made. Um, I think it's 2004. Yeah. 2004. Who was 2001 then? Richmond before the final. Yeah. That's right. My bad. Because um, yes. yeah, Essendon lost, lost those two in a row. 2004. Because yeah, we three lost, in a row. We lost to Port lost Adelaide three in a row. 2004. Yeah. Oh, fuck, to Port. it's great. No. Um, 
Geelong. I was at the game. Oh, okay. Maybe and it was 2003. Because then the next week we had to play finals. you guys in the prelim. Can we talk about the Swans game? Yes. Yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was a bullshit fucking prelim. Hey, you smashed us. No, wait, you didn't. It was close. And Sean Hart died. Yeah. Sean Hart died. Cam Mooney put his face into the turf forever. <laughs> knocked, Fairly. Knocked his helmet off, didn't he? Destroyed. <laughs> it ripped it open. Obliterated that helmet that he'd worn since he was six years old. Because <laughs> his head hadn't grown. Love Sean Hart. Norm Smith medalist so champion. Wait, Caleb Daniel was just the new Sean Hart. That's right. Yeah. Does he love Jesus just as much? Does Sean Hart love Jesus? I remember when you on the Norm Smith and you thanked God or you thanked oh. Jesus or something. And Gary Ablett was in the That's stands. That's when I was like, ah. the thumb up. <laughs> yeah, no, but then I was like, I should have given it to Vossi. He doesn't give a fuck about God, probably. He is God. <laughs> <laughs> he goes up there and just don't argue him every now and again and God's like, Vossi, stop it. <laughs> so next game, a close loss to Sydney Swans at Optus Stadium. Gemma, what happened? So, context. This isn't an excuse, but it's context, and it makes me very happy. Anytime I hear this is an excuse, this is context, usually what follows is an excuse. I've got a smile on my face. Sydney... Uh, you shouldn't be smiling me- too much because you've lost three in a row. Sydney went in with the youngest and most inexperienced team in the comp again this, this week uh-huh. with a debutant as well, and I love young players. So it was awesome to see so many younger... They had 17 players with less than 100 games. That's big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One stat from this game that I remembered. Uh, wasn't a debutant the leading um, uh, fantasy player uh, on the ground? Aiden at at McLean. halftime. Yeah. Aiden oh, McLean. Stats man over here. Hey, look at a man in the chair giving us stats. Yeah, I do what I can. <laughs> um, and they're so, real, unlike mine. Yeah, yours are like, yeah, do you know Sydney <laughs> haven't won a game in three weeks or something? <laughs> That's actually checked. true. Yeah, I know that. Um, uh, yeah, isn't this like your first loss in like six months or something? <laughs> no, Tom. Oh, oh yeah, shit. Sorry, right. yes. I always tweet at Tom to tell him when he's wrong. Um, so every week. Yep. <laughs> multiple times a week. Yeah, you just get my running commentary. So Sydney went in 20 games less experienced on average than Frio did as well into this game. Per so, player? Yeah, on average across the team. That's Jesus. Insane. It was like 92 to 72, something like that. Fucking hell. Um, that's how, like, I just wanted to give context as to how young this Sydney team is and like people are really harsh on them and being really negative about them, but I think it's awesome, like the state that they're in. Is, I, did McVay play? No. Oh, because that would have added about 2,000 years. Yeah. To <laughs> <laughs> He's the oldest in and the average, average age 305 of the... games. Um, Just skyrockets. So Josh Kennedy was the most experienced player for the Swans out there with 241, equaled his dad um, oh, this week. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then Luke Parker and Jake Lloyd, guys like that are next in line. But Jake Lloyd doesn't feel like he's been playing long enough to be like next in line in terms of games played, so that's cooked. Yeah. And so Parker's only, what, like 26, 27? 27, yeah. Um, Sam Reed, 27 as well, but he's less games because injuries. Yeah. But, you know, like, five it, games. it's a young Swans team, <laughs> but it's really exciting to watch them because, yes, they fuck up. Yeah, there's little bits that don't go right, like Nick Blakey falling over when he's on a run. But, like, very soon that's going to work and they're going to be unstoppable and it's awesome. Like, Hayden McLean coming in, I don't know why he didn't get debuted earlier. Like, his ruck work – like, obviously, Ross Lyon went into this game, okay, Sydney don't have a ruck, we're going to exploit it and play all of Lob – um, Darcy and Sanderlands and just destroy them there. And how well did that go for them? Well, they won. Yeah, but how? at what cost? Well, it, it, Mundy was able to get on top in the clearances. I think he had 11 clearances. But when it was really tight, Mundy kind of got control of the game. But McLean really held his own and you yeah. can't be mad at it. And then Robbie Fox. <laughs> Robbie Fox, my favourite, came in. Hmm. And he, I said earlier, he went at something like 92% disposal efficiency. He rucked. 
He took a screamer. He kicked a goal, laid three tackles. Like, he did everything. He was awesome. And then, yeah, it's just there's so much to like about the Young Swans except for Zach Jones. Um, hey, right, gotta, he'll, he'll, he'll leave anyway, don't Someone worry. came at me, actually, because I said on Twitter, I continue to not be a fan of Zach Jones just because it frustrates me that he puts teammates under pressure. He gets caught holding the ball, like, a lot. I think he brings more bad than good to the team result. Um, and someone came at me. He's like, this is a weird take. He was our best player in the night ball. I was like, no, he wasn't. Like, he does flashy stuff and some good things that he does overshadows the really bad things that he does. And I think there are guys like Oli Florent who maybe aren't as flashy, do a lot more for the team. And I don't know, I just get really excited about young guys. Like, Melikin has really started to play really well in the back half of the season. Um, McCartan is getting confidence and kicking goals from 40, 50. He has bad hair. Can you? Can we they have all a look? have bad hair. They do. There's a lot of bad hair in there. I love it. Yeah, we love Bleach bad hair. On everyone's show. hair. Yeah. Isaac Heaney doesn't have to. It's just like that. Good. Good for him. But he's a freak as well. Like I was talking to someone today. I forget he played for them. Like I was watching the game and I was like, oh, that's right. He's good. <laughs> there are four or five songs that are averaging at least one contested marker game. Like there's a lot of good. It's just the finishing. And it's just the struggling to have someone at the fall of the ball in, at the contest in the forward line. I love that two of you are on your phones while I talk about Sydney. <laughs> you guys yeah, are pieces yeah. of shit. <laughs> I just got a message. I don't need to say who it's from. I'm looking at the footy, but I'm going to pretend that I'm not. And I don't know. I'm writing business emails or doing something that's exciting. I wasn't being rude, but now I will be. How to I don't know, but w- like be Sid- rude to your friends. That's what I'm Googling now. I'm going to use it. This will be the first time Sydney missed <clears throat> finals since 2009, but it's not. It's not going to – like, they're going to be back in finals next year. Like, it, it's so encouraging, all this young talent coming through, and people just need to chill out a little bit, but it's very exciting. Is it mathematically impossible? Yeah, I don't think so. No, but – If they win the next four. It's not impossible, but it's – It's not going to happen. <laughs> Dushi, you've got your phone out. Who are they playing? Uh, <coughs> win. Um, Fuck off. We play- it's, it's a home, mate. It's a home yeah, game. They don't play – they so it, it, play exceptionally well. If it was in Geelong, I would, they would win. If it's at the SCG, well, we, we're a better chance. We played point. you guys when you were flying. We only lost by 15 points. Uh, False positive. So you've got Geelong, then the Giants. Yeah. At, Spol- at Giants Stadium. <laughs> then Port Adelaide at Adelaide. Ooh. And then St. Kilda in the Pride match. <clears throat> oh, no, we have Melbourne, Melbourne as well. And then St. Kilda. Yeah. Could be five wins. It could be. Could well, also very easily be five losses. Well, could Mc- be as well. McVeigh's pretty much out for the season. Oh. Buddy is still at least two weeks away. But Naismith is playing Neeful next week, which is really exciting as well. I only watched – so I watched your game, Sean. Yes. And then I was like, oh, because I looked and you guys had kicked like three or four goals and looked like you were in control, so I didn't care. Um I, was like, oh, I can't watch Freo. It's just fucking, I can't. It's depressing football. It's depressing as shit because you watch it and then you remember that Ross Lyon has a job. He was good during the Adam Good stuff, just saying. I don't like Ross Lyon, but he was good. He was one of the few coaches that at the time came out and said, it's racist, you need to fucking stop. Yeah, I saw the other coaches the, that came out. Adam Simpson. Mm-hmm. And Adam Simpson came out in response to his fans booing too. Yeah, Ross, he was really Ross knows goods quite well though. Well, Ross used to work at Sydney. Yeah. yeah. So you would you know, be surprised if he didn't come out. And no, but there were a lot of coaches who were just not saying anything. Like Buckley's bullshit. But, Let's talk he, about his good qualities. Shut up, Bucks. You fucked it. But like he – I don't think Ross Lyon was asked about it. I think he made the point of saying it. And yeah. I think that at the time was rare. He's done one good thing. Yeah, he's still a piece of shit. But yeah. 
that he did do well there. Garlic bread. Man. Anyway, uh, Mundy was amazing in the middle, like amazing. Yeah. The, the, so yeah, I watched two minutes of this game because I looked at the score and I went, "Fucking scores are fucking level." Yeah. So I was hoping I, for a draw so bad. It was. It was looked on Not the cards. It doesn't matter at this point. I and we haven't had a draw. Gemma. We haven't had a draw to this point. It it always always sorry, thank sorry. you. Now you know what it's like to be me. Sorry, <laughs> Robbie Fox took a, a hanger. I didn't care about anything else. You've got to care about the wins. This is like Tom saying, "I don't care if my team doesn't win the premiership as long as my friends are happy." What a fucking idiot! <laughs> I'm an idiot because I like friends. <laughs> Tom, this is why you and I are friends. Are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's because we're both naive idiots, Gemma. <laughs> I'm definitely not naive. No, I am. Do you know I'm what just, doesn't get you in finals? Draws and losses. Why would you put the win? Sorry, sorry. Who's most re- recently won a final? Who's a more relevant oh, club currently? You're only, Damn it. You're only as good as your current season. Come on, guys. Right. So we're top of the ladder, number one. Yep. Yep. For the time being. For now. <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, actually, it's probably more relevant. You're the more relevant based on your most recent game. I guess. Mm. No, that's uh, your month. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Your months, in which on the form ladder, it's probably Brisbane and Essendon. Yep. We're third. Uh, Are you after the weekend? Probably not. You were third. Haven't you lost three of the last four? No. Are you sure? Yep. You lost two of the last four. Three of the last five. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> we haven't you? lost three of the last four. I know in the last ten <clears> rounds <throat> you're not in the top eight. We Yeah, so we won, we've won three of the last... Lost, lost three of the last five. So you've, just uh, but previous sense. to that, we had won eleven of the last twelve. So, yeah, but okay. go cats, go cats. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my belief. Don't worry. I'm on board the the trio. So how good's footy roast filled September? Mm. Tom Langdon's season is over. His brother was good in this game, though. His brother kicked the winning point, mm. and he's going to be at Melbourne next year. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. If you know anything about Melbourne, it's when they recruit in the off season. It always turns out well. Sorry, fuck off. <laughs> you embarrassed for Melbourne. Did you see Stephen May and Jake Lever on the weekend? They were awesome. Yeah, they're doing really good. Then their team is seventeenth. It's it's not it is their what fault. It is. May has contributed to that, surely. By being injured yeah. and turning up unfit, smashing beers hasn't been the best, has he? Though he's been hasn't so added good. what they wanted. He's been amazing while he's been in. How many games has he played? Three, four. Out of how many? I don't know, 18. There you go. It hasn't quite worked yet. It probably will in the long term, but right now it has, it's been disaster for Melbourne. Yeah. Disaster. From prelim final to 17th is not – you can't use the Sydney art oh, they're rebuilt because Sydney were rebuilding last year when you made the finals. Melbourne were. Melbourne's a different story though. Melbourne and Melbourne being a different story. I would say that the Stephen May thing counts as a failure in the sense that he was recruited to be – for just this season, it will probably change. The icing on the premiership. He was meant to be. Yeah, but the icing on a premiership that had Neville Jetta playing all season, that had Michael Hibbard playing all season, that had Jake Melksham playing all season, mm. that had Sam Wiedemann not injured, that had your Joel team, Smith your, not injured. Your disaster, team is in your, disaster, disaster. Yeah, your team's in dire straits if you're relying on Jake Melksham to be playing. <laughs> Jake Melksham's amazing. He was their best scorer this last year. That's what I mean. <laughs> In a in a prelim final team, they Jake Melksham was their highest score assist. Right, that, he's but a good where player. Where are they now? It's been a disaster. Is what we're, is the point? Yeah, but it's not a disaster because I should fire everyone and start again. Cho- no, That's what I would do. <laughs> and I would be out of a job. It's not a disaster because they made poor choices in the off season. It's a disaster because they've had poor injuries and their fitness. Yeah, 
and conditioning coach is terrible. It's and not, that's the biggest letdown of their team. It's not the poor choices in the recruiting. It's the fact that it didn't pan out. No, no, it, don't say that. That's so generalised. No, no, but that's just the fact. No, no, no. It didn't pan out. It hasn't panned out. You can't say it hasn't panned out. It's but been it hasn't. half a season. It, you look at the next five years. <laughs> no, no, it's no, been more than half a season. Of a season. The season's nearly over. Melbourne... This season's over. 2019 did not pan out <laughs> the way May. that the Demons thought it would when Should they recruited probably, Stephen May last year. Stephen May's probably going to work out because he's, what is it, a five-year deal? Yeah. He's going to come back and ripping Nick next year. Hopefully he doesn't get injured and then he's going to be a great player for Melbourne. As it stands, he's played, what would you say, three games? But they re- have Probably one's been him. good. Yeah. Stop laughing, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying out of this. Don't be rude to me. <laughs> well, how good's funny? But they haven't recruited these players for this year. They've recruited no, for the they next have. 10 years. No, but no, specifically they for this year and for the future. You, you can't you can't tell me that they didn't go, if we get May and Lever on the park together this year, we made a prelim last year, grand final, here we come. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, the, that would be the idea of, I don't know, uh, what team has recently picked up an old player for two years to get them a premiership and then move on? Gary Ablett. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. it's not... They haven't gone and, and after top ups. They've gone after solid team for the rest. Definitely, the next 10 years. but when they got Stephen May, they would have gone, "Fuck, he's going to be really good this year," and he hasn't been. Yeah, but the rest of the team hasn't either because they're all Correct. fucking injured. Disaster, Hence disaster, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm disaster. Not, I'm not the whole arguing, season. <laughs> I'm not arguing that that's not a disaster. It sounds I'm, like you are. No, no, I'm arguing that you're suggesting that their <laughs> recruiting is poor. Gemma, Gemma, this, this just feels it's like you're on the poorly. Titanic and you've turned to the other guy and be like, oh, we'll get him on the next boat. <laughs> Can we talk about my team? What? I don't even know where we're at anymore. It's my team's next. <coughs> Speaking about disasters and things not panning out the way that they expected them to, Geelong, you lost to Hawthorne. What happened? Um, I was there. Uh, what happened was... Um, didn't stand up enough. Geelong didn't believe and they lost by 24 points. No. Basically, we went in with like an idea, like we'll recruit Stephen May in the off season, and then we'll play really well. And it just didn't pan out in that game. Now we went in, and I thought we'd come out firing for the first half. Our forward. So the the, the big thing we've done this year that's kind of changed the way we play is our forward half pressure has been extraordinary. Yep. Uh, like we've had people laying tackles, Dalhouse, Rowan, etc. Um, and they did fuck all in the first half against Hawthorne. I was sitting next to a, a Geelong guy who was complaining about our back line. I'm like, mate, the back it's not the back line's fault. They are doing their absolute best. The problem is we are letting their we're letting like Ben Stratton and Liam Shield and Sean Burgoyne run out of our back line. James Sisley, we're giving him ten meters of space to kick into. Dangerous. Like da- and then in the third quarter, we locked it down. We just couldn't kick straight. If we'd have kicked one, so there was a there was a passage play at the end of the third quarter where Sav, Rowan, Tui, and Myers all had shots on goal that missed. If we kicked one of them, I think the margin would have been thirteen points going into the last quarter, and we had momentum. We then kicked the first goal of the last quarter, and all of a sudden it's a goal, like it's seven points or six points or whatever. That, I think, changes the game. But as it stood, we missed those four. We used a lot of petrol to get into that position to have those four shots. And then Hawthorne, who'd been outplaying us for the first two quarters. It, the fourth quarter was pretty even, but Hawthorne had already done all Even the damage. Sal would miss that shot too, though. Yeah, that one late. Yeah, no, we no, just, early, it was early in the fourth, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So when I say late, late in the game. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. early in the fourth. 
Yeah, well, look, but I'm, I was at work today and someone's like, you need a new coach and you need to change everything. I'm like, we we don't. Like, we're still on top of the ladder. We've lost a few games. I looked at the – I wanted to see, because I knew I was coming in here tonight, yep. and, I, and I knew I'd cop shit from both of you fuckheads. I haven't given you any shit. I know, it's we true. We completely support you. You do, yeah. <laughs> it's the shrug. It's the shrug that kills me. I don't know what I do, man. Oh, um, hey, yeah. Go Cats. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no. Tom, you just had an off day. Yeah, we did. Fucking cool. <laughs> Again, because you look away from me, I can't. I, yeah, no, I assume you're science. My, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, just for the context of the show, though, remember, I barrack for Acidon, a team that shit their pants more than they don't. So, oh, I know. Like, I know where this is coming from, Tom. I've experienced it firsthand. Teams just falling apart when getting close nah, to finals. No, nah, it's a belief. Tom, I've been bad for so long, I'm emotionally scarred. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to relax in a football game. Nah, see, Gemma and I are the same way. I think we've been so good for so long that it's fine. Gemma finds joy in other things, though, like exciting young players. You just cling to windows. No, I'm, I'm excited about it. I was just about to say, I thought our best player for the day was Jordan Clark. He's, He's putting fantastic. together a really – one thing we've, we've missed, and that's one of the biggest things we've done, is pace. Mm. We were slow last year against Melbourne. They burnt us. Um, and a couple also of other – stupid, though. We're stupid. You were stupid in that game. Your captain specifically oh, was big, stupid. He was a big, big dumb fuck. But he's, he's not stupid this year. He's playing on the wing, doing all right. But we've got <laughs> – Took some night classes. Now he's clever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went to Mensa. Um, but no, we've got like Myers, Atkins, Delhouse, Rowan, Clark are all very quick and we yeah. brought them in. Um, but yeah, look, it's not doom and gloom. It's going to be fine. Hawthorne beat us and that's okay. It's a Hawthorne-Geelong game. Form doesn't count for shit in those You're games. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I am. Tim Cowell's going to stay. Yep. 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 100%. Getting, it's getting harder and harder to agree with me with a straight face, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Gemma. Melbourne almost pulled a very impressive victory out of this next game. They just couldn't kick straight. Could almost say. (laughs) Yes, Tom. What could you almost say? Didn't pan out for us. (laughs) You tweeted about this, but I think, yeah, this result literally came down to the first quarter, which was one goal five to five goals one. Yeah. Um, Melbourne were kicking with the more difficult win situation in the first quarter. Yeah. But also their forwards that they've been relying on for goals aren't all natural forwards. Mm-hmm. So Harrison Petty, who kicked three goals last week in his first ever game as a forward, he struggled with the win situation, so he wasn't able to kick straight. And the whole – it frustrated me that the commentary team, Brian Taylor in particular, were kind of – He forgot he was going to this game during the Friday night commentary. Because he's like, oh, and I'll see you on Sunday, Hamish. But he's like, why? Like, <laughs> We're gonna be in Alice Springs together. He um oh okay. He did the, <coughs> he did the curtain raiser as well, but it, he wasn't like a lead commentator. They had two other guys who knew the players. Yeah. And BT was like special comments, but it was it's a useless. weird role. He'd gone up the week. I watched footage. He went up the week earlier and like met the teams or something. Yeah, he did, he did that last year too. But just like he was spending the whole time admonishing these these players for not kicking at the left goalpost and not dealing with the wind. I can't believe they're paid to play football when they can't even deal with the wind. It's like someone else in your commentary team has just been talking about how this guy is a key defender and has been thrown forward because of all the injuries Melbourne have had. 
give him a break, like chill mm. out or talk about it as like an educational thing. Like you should be aiming at this because of this is what the wind is doing. He's obviously struggling with it, something like that, but he was just being an asshole about it. it he usually – he used to do that where he was actually quite informative when he was talking about where players should be kicking to at certain grounds. Yeah. And he's turned a bit of a fuck. He's just a showboat now. Yeah. But, says things then, loudly and suddenly. Also, the wind is fucked at that ground. Yeah, there was like, well, didn't the wind? It was heavily in uh, in Melbourne's favour, and then it blew back the other way, and it was in their favour the next quarter, wasn't it? Or something like that. It was the opposite. Oh god. Yeah, it's but, fucked. Gilbert um, McAdam. Gilbert McAdam was doing special comments. Best. I love him so much. He's, he just tells stories that are fucked, and, goes, <laughs> and then he goes, "True story." The whole game. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Gilbert McAdam is my hero for just wearing a suit and, and sneakers, sneakers like yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. In the, the curtain raiser, he interviewed uh, his brother, who was a yeah. coach of one of the teams, calls his brother Macca, which is a, presumably a nickname for their last name. Yeah. They're the same last name. That's, <laughs> I just find that weird. That would be like you calling your brother Reed. <laughs> That'd be funny. It's weird. I like that, though, because his nickname wouldn't have been Macca. His nickname would have been like Gilly or Gil yeah, or something like Gilly. that. Well, they just called him Gilbert or Macca's brother. 100%. His nickname growing up was Macca's brother. brother. Well, so now a, we're going to cross to our boundary rider, Macca's brother. <laughs> there's a McAdams stand up there as well. There is, yeah. Um, is it for him or for his family? It's for his family. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Bailey Fritch was amazing in this game. And that was the other thing about the commentary that really annoyed me is that they're like, oh, haven't seen this side of his game before. It's like all of last year he played as a, as a forward. Like, did you think that this guy just came out of nowhere and mm. was in the back line? I was going to say time? he kicked like, a goal in his first game yeah, on he, Harry Taylor. Yeah. I was there. I don't notice this as much with Fox, but you find with seven, it's like if they don't call a team enough, they know literally nothing about They know about nothing. That they clearly don't do any work into it. Before well, they do they like the base amount of work, so they I don't find out some do that. weird little detail and they just talk about that for the whole game. I reckon they're fed the detail and 100%. that's what they go with because they have three things they talk about for the whole game and that's it. And yeah. it's really fr- – there was a really great article in The Age this week. Yeah, I read it. Yeah. Um, about – Seven versus Fox. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how Seven is very like over the top, dramatic, but very like uninformative. Whereas Fox, it's a lot more measured, and they prov- they just have the one. Nuanced. Yeah. Because yeah. the best commentator in the NFL works at Fox. Well, when they give you stats, they actually back it up and tell you why that stat or is they, important. It, yeah, the whole thing is commentators should provide you with, or expert commentators, sorry should provide you with what you're not seeing or yeah. what you maybe don't understand. Which is why Paul Ruse is so great because he'll talk about like a coach or, the, or, or why they're ex-players and their coach, they're, they're, those commentators are good, whereas Channel 7, it's like got no idea. Wayne Carey is their special comments. Well, yeah, another interesting thing from that article is Channel 7's model is like the, the lead commentator runs it and then feeds questions to them, whereas it doesn't happen with Fox. They don't have to be like drawn into it. Like and- Wayne Carey is a great example. He's a dumb fuck, yeah. and they have to ask him deliberate questions. Then you get three seconds of dead air while he's trying to think of an answer. No, while he's being fed an answer to a pre-prepared question he got given earlier that day. that's why Daisy Pierce is so good as a boundary writer because she'll sit there, she won't chime in when she doesn't need to, but then when she does notice something, she'll mention it. They'll usually talk over the top of her, but she'll mention it, and that's what Fox does, I think, better. There are a few commentators on Fox that do suck, but like – I know that you're considering counting – the great Dwayne Russell. In I was that. more thinking people like Dermot Broden. We just oh, want no. people to fight all the time, <clears throat> but um, they don't feel the need to fill every moment with talking. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need that. The game is enough. But seven feel the need to talk all the way through. But anyway, Melbourne. Um, Melbourne did a lot better than I expected them to. And if they'd kicked straight, they should have won this game. Um, 
their young guys are starting to feel ownership, I think. They lost Jack Viney in the second quarter to concussion. So, And then they also, like Stephen May was off the ground for a bit with a hamstring. Harrison Petty hurt his ankle and had to go off the ground for a bit. So they battled through, through a few things that I didn't expect them to be able to deal with as well as they did. It was just the converting in front of goal. Jaden Hunt has been amazing. Yeah, there's a lot to like about Melbourne. How, uh, Angus Brayshaw kept Elliot Yo to 16 touches or something. Yeah, it's a good effort. Um, I didn't see the Viney thing. Was there anything in that? They they said today no. Um, it didn't. It didn't look like. It didn't look like a lot. The guy had the ball, got rid of it, saw Viney, and I think braced. He went to do a shoulder bump, and it the tip of his shoulder kind of clipped Viney's jaw. Yeah, it was completely unintentional. And, again, and, and he'd had the ball, so he had the ball. Viney was coming to tackle. He quickly dished off a handball and saw Viney there, and then braced for impact. Yes. Well, that's that's fair enough. Yeah. So I think he's safe. And but again, commentary. They're like, oh, it was flush shoulder to shoulder. It was fine. It's like. It, if you watch the footage, it's very clear that it's not yeah. flush shoulder to shoulder. If it was like, flush shoulder to shoulder, he wouldn't be knocked out. Yeah, like what are you watching? <laughs> yeah. he's Jack Vine doesn't run around like this with his head like glued <laughs> to, to his one shoulder. side of his but, body. Um, Sam Frost has got to be one of the most improved players in the AFL this year. He's been incredible. Like his confidence and ball use has improved drastically as well. So, there's a yeah, there's a lot to like about Melbourne. John, he's good. Whoops. Did you guys see this? I, was, I didn't watch the game, but I saw this in a thing on Twitter later. They fucking ran out to an indigenous yep. version of their theme song. They've done awesome. that twice this year. I like that. Essendon That's great. did it as well. All right, mate. <laughs> Steady on. Mate, we spent 45 minutes speaking about your fucking footy team. And now we're going to end with another 45 minutes about them. Yes! Go Bombers! <laughs> Next game. Last game of the round. Yep. Guys, I complained last week on Monday... When we record, so we record very early in the week. Obviously, I complained last week early that uh, I hadn't done the job, <clears throat> hadn't killed a coach. <laughs> Spoiler alert: we fucking did. I would like to counter this and say we kind of like <laughs> cut most of his head off, and then you just like blew on it a bit, and it and it fell off. That's how I feel. So it was a nearly like, headless Nick situation. I, yeah, it really <laughs> great. That's what I wanted to say, and I did it in a thousand words, and you. Perfect. No, no. no. Well, well, we ripped his head off when his team did not kick a goal for about an hour. No, 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 Tom. They weren't terrible against you. I feel like the third quarter against Brisbane is what ended his career. From then, it was like he had his papers stamped. It was just a matter of time. Look, I wanted to kill a coach and I did. Don't take this away from me. You can take all the credit for killing a good man. Great. Um, and <laughs> Wait. <laughs> In terms of this game... St Kilda fans have something to cheer, and Bulldogs, you have just cooked your finals chances. Love it. Good, wo- good work, son. Resigning your coach, you big idiots. Oh, you cowards. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. All right, this has been a two-hour chat episode, and we've still got a couple of emails, so let's get it done. Yep, and there's tips for next week. And trivia. Talk. And tri- oh, we got so many things. All right, enough about this round. Let's look, forward. Let's look into the future, Tom, Sean, Gemma. Next week. Oh, big week. We've got no time to discuss any of this, so we're just going to get our tips in. <laughs> Collingwood and Richmond. 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 Rich. <laughs> it's a big Richmond for me too. All right. On Saturday, the University of Tasmania Stadium, Hawthorne will be defeated by Brisbane. Yes. Correct. Lions by four goals. Gemma? Hawthorne. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Brisbane. No, you, you're on Brisbane. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. I hate Hawthorne and Brisbane are my finals team. Carlton take on Adelaide at the MCG. Carlton. Carlton. Fuck, yeah. Training wheels are off. <laughs> Put them back on Tex. <laughs> no, he, he won't be playing. He's going to get dropped this week. That yeah. is fucking... When was the last time a captain, captain was dropped? dropped. Oh. Like, it's happened recently, I feel. Yeah, I think it has. Who? Oh, I can't it think. It's happened, it's happened this year, I yeah, think. Yeah, it has happened this year. Yeah. Captain got dropped. Didn't yeah. Wines get dropped? At some point? Yes, he did. Yeah. Or was he injured? No, he was injured. He's been, like he's been injured for a lot this year. Oh, that was just Rebolt saying he should be dropped. Yep. But it has happened. I'm trying to think of captains of other clubs. Well, I think when the two Jacks were in charge of Melbourne, they got dropped a bit. That's not this year. That was 2011, mate. Oh, yeah, I'm oh, just saying. Tom. Fucking hell. That's my favourite year. Anyway, it'll come to us. Uh, West Coast take on North Melbourne and off the stadium. West Coast. Mm, North. North. West Coast. Reese Shaw's big head to get him over the line this week. Shannon Hearn will come back. <gasps> West Coast. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> St Kilda take on Melbourne at Marvel Stadium. Melbourne. St Kilda. St Kilda. St Kilda, I think, but I think this will be close. It's who can kick straight. Yeah. Neither of them. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, uh, it's a Marvel Stadium. There's no wind for Melbourne. Don't worry about <laughs> That'll be worse. They'll overcorrect it for the window. Alice Springs just kick it over their heads. Uh, Adelaide Oval, Port Adelaide take on GWS. Port Adelaide. Port. To rebound. Yeah. Giants. If, to fire Hinkley. Yeah, this could be the end for Port if uh, they listed GWS and then Essendon. Definitely. <laughs> if that's the case, yeah. Uh well, yeah, I think Port because I think that they'll. Uh, although Giants are also Jesus. Nah, Giants are so inconsistent. They they'll lull you into a false sense of security and then play like shit. That sounds like Port. Nah, but Port are at home at least. Giants were at home this week. They won. <laughs> Port will bounce back against Richmond. I think. Yeah, I'm tipping Port. Yeah, Giants. bounce back after playing Richmond. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't hear. I don't think he said that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next game, Dusha. I'm here for you, mate. I'm Western here. Bulldogs take on Frio at Marvel Stadium. Um, who cares? I hope Frio. Hope Frio, but Western. I, I know. Bulldogs will win. Western Bulldogs get Ross fired. My hatred for Ross line outweighs your hatred for the so Bulldogs. You want three more coaches to be sacked. Yes. Sack them all. Because Mick Malthouse <laughs> has thrown his hat in the ring. So I'm just so glad that Wait. John Longmire re-signed so everyone can yeah. shut the fuck up. Yes, he has. For who? Don't know. He Anyone. just said today's he said king. If a, if a call comes out, he'll consider it. North Melbourne are crawling. No. Who's the team that's shit and dumb? All of them. Um, no, honestly, part of me feels like he should go to North or St Kilda. Maybe North. Mm. St Kilda have a terrible culture. It's true. 
So do North. They'll be tripping all over themselves to just give someone a lot of money and he'll be like, give me a million dollars. I'm like, okay. Merge North and St Kilda. Because if he didn't go to Xavier, then he doesn't get a job at St Kilda. (laughs) Sydney take on Geelong at the SCG. Geelong. Robbie Fox is back in the team. Remember what happened last time that? Yeah, sipping Sydney. Is anyone coming back in? Probably not. Oh, Jordan Dawson. Geelong. I'm announcing Sam Minigola to come back for Geelong and probably Scott Selwood to come in too. Geelong. Geelong. 30 points. You tipping Sydney? Oh. Yeah, of course. We only lost by 15 last time, mate. Yeah, Shall we're going to double this time. No. Then last game of the rounds, Gold Coast take on Essendon and Gold Metricon Coast. Stadium. Alex Sexton's going to kick five. What's that sound? Is that a freight train going to the Gold Coast? It is. That's what it is. It was a train. They already left. It's going to take a long way to get there. Okay, if Essendon play... Really well and kill Gold Coast. I worry about the next week because I don't think Jake Stringer will come back from the Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just run into Warwick Cap and be like, I'm staying here. Um, I'm tipping Essendon, obviously. And like every week, I will be nervous. Good. Yeah. Good because Gold Coast will win. Alex uh, Sexton could easily kick five, but then also Essendon could still easily win that in that situation. That isn't out of like. That's mm-hmm. the type of game Essendon is currently playing. Mm. Love how Why not? defensive you got. They all tipped Essendon. Good. I blacked out, I guess. Friendship. Of course. We always do. Thank you. That's not <laughs> true. <laughs> hey, yeah, always, Sean. Um, hey, Dusha. Yes, Tom. Have we been sent any emails? A very sensual version. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to email. I was wondering why I liked it. Yes, we got an email from Ryan who says, Boys, this is huge. Quick stuff for you, footy professors. The Blues haven't won two games in a row since 2017. Round 13? Whoa. You might remember my email from the start of How Good's Footy. I asked you boys your thoughts on Carlton's rebuild as I just got back into the game and ran face first into a brick wall of losses. (laughs) I also asked about advice and how to deal with that. I've gone from trying to find positive signs and things to appreciate in the games played to genuinely thinking we're a chance now and then. Is this how you felt last year, Carney? Yes. Yes. I realized that this was the fucking Gold Coast we've just beaten, but fuck you. Let me enjoy this. Uh, hey. Just want to say, Ryan, mathematically possible. <laughs> <laughs> For what? Finals. Mathematically possible. Is that still correct after the weekend's events, though? Yep. Because sure? Adel- Adelaide lost and Bulldogs lost. And Port lost. They're one game behind Sydney, so Sydney are genuinely mathematically possible. Mathematically possible. Jesus. So who has to fall out for that to happen? Adelaide. Port Adelaide. Or Port. Or Bulldogs. Port aren't in the eight, are they? I don't know. I haven't looked at the ladder. In a How many time. games Collingwood won? 12? 11. They fall out. Carlton could take this pot. <laughs> I would love that so much. If the Eagles do their job, which we will know by the time you read this, but I'm coming at you from the past, which is potentially a brave move, then we've just made a huge leapfrog over the demons, and that's pretty good. The famine is over. It's time to feast. How good's footy? P.S. Fuck. I'm not even a Bomber supporter, and I love it when Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody plays footy. That's something we can all enjoy. <laughs> true. Brings people together. Very true. It's not a lot to address in the email. It's just mostly a celebration of winning. Uh, and love yeah, it. Carlton, look. Carlton. Genuinely look good now. Sometimes. Not not finals good, Tom. No, no, they do. Not good enough that the famine is over. Well, he's eaten roast twice in two weeks. And he hasn't had that since 2017. He had one roast between like round one and ten. 
It's a good point. He got like, what, 13, no, 13 roasts under Brendan Bolton for three years. He's already had five. Four. I don't know how many they've won. They've won five games. He's had five this year. Next email is from Anthony. Subject. Donald Tipping Woody. <laughs> Inebriated Brisbane love. Okay. Oh, love it. Salutations to the podcast that brought me back into the beautiful game. As of this moment, I am many drinks in. Sorry, Dusha, not beers, just wines. That's more impressive. I do love a, a red at home watching the footy. <laughs> and Brisbane have pinched a win that was well and truly earned. Any of the North Melbourne supporters that say otherwise and call out umpires should count the scoring shots and look at the blatantly ignored freeze in the last few passages of play alone. Anyways, to the point. Giving the heroism of players like Charlie Cameron and Lockie Neal, the loyalty of Mitch the Ram Robinson, the leadership of Zorko of Rich and Hodge, and more importantly, the ultimate fatherly figure in Chris Fagan, I have a question for Connor. If, nay, when Brisbane win the premiership, will we be graced with a Sons of the West style movie pitch that warns against waking sleeping lions? If so, what players slash coaching staff would you focus on? What games from the last two seasons would you focus on? And at what point would you include a Michael Voss Stanley style cameo? <laughs> anyway, hopefully you boys are enjoying another roast Trinity this week. Tom, I trust your boys to lift. And at the time of writing, they're the only ones left to win. Oh, Anthony. Oh. Never Cheers. send us an email again. <laughs> Cheers, Anthony. Self-proclaimed friend of the show. Definite friend of the show. What famous people go for Brisbane? Kevin Rudd for two seconds. <laughs> um, I was maybe like Chris Hemsworth, but no, it's not true. I feel like Kieran Perkins, maybe. Liesl Jones, possibly. Jody Henry, I think. They're maybe. not celebrities. Chris no. Lynn, like Chris Hemsworth. No, there, Eric no, Banner was there on the weekend. I don't know. If, I don't know if there morning. is anyone. Is he Eric Banner on the like on the sidelines? Yeah, yeah. steady on, mate. He loves him. All right. He was in a movie, and they were like, "Your character is Australian and a rugby supporter," and he convinced the writers to make him a St Kilda a supporter instead. Funny people. Yeah. I'm a I, fan. I like that movie. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it. I'm just a fan of that idea. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty actual good. Aussie rules in that movie. Yeah. He plays, he, he, Isn't he's he like, a, he's really over the top. He's like, and then this fucker gives it to that fucker and then yeah, he tackles yeah, that fucker. Yeah yeah. 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 Actually. Yeah. There's a play. There's literally a play from a St. Kilda game in it. They're watching, yeah. they're watching like a grand final or something. And it's, it's very funny. Yeah. You um, should watch that scene. Eric Banner's acting Australian as he is in real life. And, and barracking t- for St. Kilda, as he also is in real life. It's basically not even watching a movie. It's just watching someone watch sport. I may as well just watch sport then. That's fair enough. Got That's me there. True. Next fair email. Point. Great email. Thank you, Anthony. Go Lions. <clears throat> and if you know of any famous people that go for Brisbane, tell us. You've got to pay them enough and they will. We're talking actors for the for See, we're, movie, we're, yeah. we're set. You guys have got who? Everyone. we got Guy Pearce. Who have you got, though? Just uh, We definitely have someone. <laughs> Everyone. Um, no, we have like a lot of like home and away actors. And people oh, like no, that. you've got um, yeah. what's her name? Um, she's the comedian. Oh, we've got that woman from Home and Away with the red hair. Yeah, you got her. But there's another one. Isn't Julia Morris a Sydney supporter? Yes. Who else have got? There's a few. Who's the most Pick famous footy fan? It's probably Chris Hemsworth. Probably. Yeah. Seamus uh, no. wasted on it. Daryl Summers. <laughs> and for the. Uh, uh, Michael Voss cameo at the end when you win the premiership, the boys are celebrating and then the door opens and he walks in. They just hear the sound of one glove clapping on a bear. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he says, boys, I may have been at Port Adelaide, but I knew you could do it. Credits. 
No, he presents the cup with the glove on. Oh. <laughs> he's always got the glove on. They have to come from ready. him. They're like, where's Vossi? You're supposed to be presenting the cup. There he is. He's standing 55 metres out from the <laughs> And he's played by me. <laughs> <laughs> So you've got Michael Voss as a character, but then Michael Voss, the man, has a cameo in it as well. <laughs> but not as Michael Voss. No, no. He has a cameo as like someone in the crowd being like, I believe in you, Brisbane. Oh, shit. He plays you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Next email. <coughs> From Nick. Hey, footy professors, after writing in earlier this season about becoming a returning fan from my childhood and subsequently listening every week, yesterday I finally bit the board and subscribed to KO. As a reward for my renewed loyalty, the Brisbane Lions purchased me a one-way ticket to the moon. Thank you, lads, for reintroducing me to this amazing game. P.S. My girlfriend could not fathom why I would stand for a whole quarter, but I knew I was doing the right thing. That's great. I mean, I can't fathom why you do it. I'm kidding. I stood for the I've, last five I've minutes of the Brisbane game for you, Sean. I, I've been there. I've been standing up. My girlfriend has said, what are you doing? You're up by 40 points. I'm just like, I died. They can lose. <laughs> I stood for the whole Swans game on the weekend, yeah. holding my footy. For the whole game? Yep. Fuck, Tom. Lift. Yeah, I will. In my apartment. Yep. Have you ever high-fived a wall? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have. You got I, to. I do bounce the footy when I'm frustrated. Oh, that's not bad. I'm going to start handling a football and while I watch. That my, might help me, like, calm down. I wear my Swans Guernsey. Same. I have a home and an away Guernsey. Do you, Gemma, do you have, like, a lucky thing you have to wear every game? No, but now that I've been mocked for one of mine, I'll wear it forever. All right. Good work. Although oh, no. both of my Guernseys that I, like, wear regularly are players that no longer at the club because every time <laughs> I get one, they fucking leave. So <laughs> It's the risky run of having... I could get a Jordan Dawson one now that he's re-signed, mm. but... Can't wait to get Mitch Brown's number on my back. And then he'll leave. Doesn't matter. I'm thinking of getting Mitch Robinson's number. You should. Because now you can't get number nine. Because well, Kate McCarthy left. But Lockie Neal's still there, I guess. Is Wushner 23? Yes. Well, see, that's probably the Charlie best option. Charlie Cameron. Cameron and see, Kelly's my Wushner's never going to leave. Good option. No, but she's not. Knock on wood. Well, she's, no, no, she's from WA and she's been asked to go back and she said no. Love it. Should be captain. Loves fake tan. Get around it. Um, just on Brisbane, loved that they um, on Sunday went and <gasps> yes. umpired local footy. That f- photo of fags in like high vis and sunnies, just like I love footy. Josh Walker as a goal umpire, just fucking it up. Well, it's great. No, Emma Zilke and Bushner and, and Bushner someone else went and they were Campbell, doing I think, yeah, uh, like drink running as well. Yeah, whole club, love it. All right, last email from Matthias. Hello, you legends. First off, Kano and Dusha, congratulations on destroying the competition. Thanks, mate. The Lions are roaring and the Essendon freight train is smashing its way into finals. Fuck I predict yeah. all three teams end up in the top four. Whoa. Tom, I'm worried. I've been a diehard for the Gats since you recommended them to me last year, but they're losing steam. I believe they'll turn it around, but they're just not as exciting since the bye. This does not bode well for finals. You just said they're going to be top four. I mean, dropping from first to fourth would be bad. Besides, is he done? The main reason I'm writing in is because no, I've become an <laughs> The main reason I'm writing in is because I've become a huge supporter of the good news of footy. Everyone I meet in my backwards country of USA, I try and convince them that all other sports are garbage and footy is truly the way. But I'm running into a problem. Every time I try and tell them about footy, they respond with, oh, so it's basically rugby. And then they explain further and they say, oh, so it's basically soccer. And by the time I have my AFL app open to show highlights, I've already moved on. What can I do to 
What can I do to succinctly describe footy in a way that can easily understand other than just saying the greatest game on God's green earth? Cheers, boys. Up the cats, up the lions, up the bombers. May your roasts be plentiful and your toasts be few. Gemma, you raised your hand. You have an answer. Open your app earlier. Yeah, lead with the app, man. <laughs> Fuck. Just have Show. the highlights ready to go. No, no, have have Nick Davis's 2005 final quarter in the semi ready to go. He's a Geelong supporter. Just show them like a highlights package of like Nick the, Davis. The 2007 grand final. No, nah, 2005 final quarter, Nick Davis. Also, I don't cop this. Fucking believe or I'm going to come to America and punch you. That's a big threat. It is. I'll walk there. Um, a controversial thing, if you can't win them over with a highlights clip, play the Anthony McDonald tip and Woody music video. <laughs> no, just that. Just do that. That uh, it has highlights. They'll be like, oh, they, he runs and he runs and he runs. And you'll be like, yes, footy's great. He runs and he runs. Because he's got arms like Arnie here, like the Predio, and just when you thought he couldn't get any better. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm just going to send him a link of Voss from 55. <laughs> Miracle and grass. All right. And if you want to email cool. in Tom, where do you find us? Uh, you send us an email to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter individually. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Psychic of Dowie. I'm at Douche 13. You can also find us collectively at How Goods Footy. Sorry, I fucked that one up. Hey, Jim, where can we find you? Play on Radio Mel because we're doing a trivia night on the 1st of August, yes, which is we next are. Thursday. Yeah. Uh, so when you're listening to this, tickets are still available. They're $5. It's on August 1st. I know that trivia themed trivia nights can be like seem intimidating, especially if you're a casual fan. Remember that this is also hosted by How Goods Footy, and you've had. And we're coming up with some of the questions, Tom. What is something you famously do on the show? Uh, get stuff very right. Yeah, one of <laughs> hey, that's wrong. And uh, speaking of things you get wrong, that sentence. <laughs> so if you just want to come and hang out and just chat footy, it's a great place to come. And for five dollars, I'll give you cheeky also- bonus points if you make me laugh. There'll be and- drinks there. Drinks there. And Gemma, first prize is huge. First prize is a kick-to-kick with Chloe Malloy, uh, oh. absolute star of the AFLW. She's really nice too. So 2018 rising star? Yep. Number one draft pick. Far out. Champion player. We can't win that shit. Yeah, I know. We, is there we a way that we can? Can we cheat the system? Yeah, we'll cheat. <laughs> you would not get all my questions right. <laughs> we can't win. No, <laughs> we actually can't. I'm but like, I will give out a bonus point if anyone wears a glove like Michael Voss. <laughs> there you go. Just one glove. Yeah. Yeah. Two, not, not allowed. Bossy never wore two. This has been a huge two-hour chat, extended episode. Enjoy it, and uh, hopefully see you at the trivia night. Go Cats! Go Lions! Uh, most importantly, you can get tickets from Eventbrite or if you go onto Facebook. Through and the s- Facebook page. Yeah, through the Facebook page. It's pinned on our Twitter too. Yes. Go Bombers. Jordan Dawson's the best. <laughs> I hate this. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.